When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everybody, welcome to Meltdown Comics in Hollywood, California. Harmontown is now in session. Please welcome to the stage the mayor of Harmontown, Dan Harmon. Thank you. Welcome back from Comic Con. Thank you for coming back so early. Uh, how many of you guys went to Comic-Con this weekend? Yeah, not, not so many. Okay. <laughs> They're still out there. It's a weird year. I was just talking to Kumail in the back room, and uh, it, it, it's the first year when they did the Montreal uh, Comedy Festival at the same time as Comic-Con. Oh, really? Which means that, that, that Montreal must have just been, like, r- really jockey road comics and nothing else. <laughs> like, it must have been a pretty, like, uptight environment, Are you right? you saying that, that Montreal draws, uh, or that either one of those draws from the other side of the country? I'm saying that that Venn diagram's cleavage is, is prodigious. <laughs> uh, I think, you know, comedy people and uh, whatever, I yeah. don't know. Uh, you, you, you people go there to promote shit, yeah. and do TV shows, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. whatever. It's not. Wait, worth, it's j- not worth discussing. J- just for laughs, though, isn't that kind of on the decline? It seems like it's like lesser and lesser every Uh-oh. year. Oh, you hear that, Montreal? <laughs> time, time for a new country to have a recession. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I've only been there once. I, I, I certainly. It just seems it. like you hear less and less about just for laughs or je or whatever. Well, it's you know, they, don't, they try not to take it too seriously. It's right. It's it's right in the name. They never asked for it to be a big deal. I I, I, I think the people that that, that that organize it take it very seriously. Well, that, so you're saying they're lying when they say just for laughs? I think I, I think there's a little bit of deception there. You're right. I mean, what? Yeah, Comic Con's not really about comics. I guess there's a lie in every name. Snickers. What are you doing? You're eating it, not laughing at it. <laughs> it's not packed with peanuts. It doesn't satisfy. <laughs> GE doesn't bring anything to life. They make landmines. <laughs> and light bulbs. Yeah, a couple of light bulbs. <laughs> uh, so anyways, looking at my Evernote thing, my Bob, I, got, I, I want to uh, promote this feral audio thing that we're doing August 5th, 9 p.m. at Nerd Melt. Here comes a bunch of facts. I'm not a great pitchman. Uh, but it's hosted by me and Aaron. It's going to be here at Nerd Melt. It's, we're recording a, we're doing a live recording of a comedy album. I hope I don't need any material. 
Uh, it's hosted by myself and my lovely betrothed Aaron McGathy. Uh, there will be appearances by Duncan Trussell, Steve Agee, Brody Stevens, and tons of people who have uh, been here at Harmontown who also happen to be part of the Feral Audio Network. Uh, so come come to that. That's August 5th. August 5th. What day of the week is it, August 5th? That's a Wednesday. A Wednesday. Yeah, I mean, Tuesday. I, I just All guessed. right. Well, no, no matter what, it's prime going out time. Just get on your mink stole and pop on down here. Wednesday or Tuesday, August 5th, 9 p.m. Bring a, bring a glass of warm milk and the kids. Dan, right now, promise that you're going to prepare some great material for the people. I'll probably do 10 minutes on the dentist. All right. Um, <laughs> All right, Animal Corner! Animal Corner! Give a spiel for Animal Corner. Like, like, welcome animal, to animal. animal Corner. All the news that's fit to paw about our furry friends. Here's the host of Animal Corner, the cat's meow, Dan Furman. All right. <laughs> no, no relation to Mark Furman, the racist detective. <laughs> okay, we're distant cousins, but I, I am a fan of animals. I love. I do not. There should be a book series called Mark Furman, racist detective. <laughs> All right, Animal Corner. So I talked last week about my dog. My dog. We are in the age now of animals can watch TV with us. Erin came home tonight. You know, she was she missed Harvey, and she was like, "I can't. I'm going to watch TV with him." She now she found a new a movie franchise with these uh, these little buddies. You, you know about these guys? They're little puppies yes. that get into adventures. It's a little buddies fr- franchise. They, they go to space. Sometimes they're superheroes. Something like that. Am I getting the name right? All right, I'm fifty. Uh, but fucking Harvey loves this shit. He, like, like, but it's like so. This is getting weird. Like, like this is programming for dogs. Or well, it, it would appear to be. I mean, I, I think it also seems to be written by them. I, I, <laughs> but but it's like the do- Harvey goes nuts. But, but like, like like the thing that drives him the most crazy is if you tape him on a phone, put it put it on the TV. He goes crazy. But he also loves anything. We put on a uh, uh, animated Garfield trailer. Garfield movie, and he was going nuts about the cats dancing around. Really? Yeah, he, and he does it not for everything. You put up, you know, footage of John Ritter. It's he doesn't. He goes, okay. Does he have food? I don't care. And then, and then any animal comes on screen, he goes crazy. Which which jo- John Ritter footage did you put up? Skin deep. Skin deep. The condom fight. He don't like it. Condom lightsaber that's, fight. That's, that's, not, that's, that's not dog programming. No, it's a, you would think they would. Yeah, whatever. So. But even the dogs can be like dressed like superheroes or in space outfits. There were dogs, puppies on the moon, floating around in space outfits, and Harvey was going crazy. They got to the moon before Harmontown did. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's. The more, it's more noteworthy that the, it's just a movie. First of all, they didn't actually get to the moon. Okay. And also, it's just weird that the dog is like looking at the narrative, and he, you know, he recognizes how, how, that it's puppies in the spacesuits. I mean, I don't, I barely can tell. How would you puppies. describe Harvey's reaction to these? To these he dogs? just barks. He like barks at them, and then he tries to look around the other side of the wall to see where this window is looking on these poor animals. Yeah, we can't figure out if he's enjoying it or if it's torture. Like he, <laughs> his tail's wagging the whole time. We'll just go with that. Uh, but he's he barks, and some, and then when, and sometimes he whines a little bit. That's what makes him feel a little. A little bad. Sorry, I'm burping. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, that's uh, that's half of Animal Corner. As you know, Animal Corner is a multi-story segment. <laughs> Next item. I'm sad that we're only halfway through it. That, yeah. that, that means we only have half left. Yeah. <laughs> Rogaine kills cats. No. The active ingredient, minoxidil. I finally have a reason. I don't. I can just go bald in peace. Wait, have you been using Rogaine? Well, I bought some. I got some online. And did you kill a cat? <laughs> No, but our friend Mike Chillian was at Comic-Con, and he told me through tears that, that he didn't know this, and who would know this? They don't put it on the box. They, you know, it's just a picture of a bald guy crying, and then a picture. <laughs> the picture next to it isn't a dead cat. It's a guy with hair giving a thumbs up. They should put a cat in the background, you know, dying. Uh, but did, did Mike Chillian kill a cat? Yeah, his he own. did. Yeah, what, did, did he leave it out? No, like, you, no, the cats don't. It's not like milk. Like they don't. It's <laughs> it's so dangerous. It's really toxic to cats. They can't metabolize. Uh, a cat could be near your hair with Rogaine on it. Yeah, they could lick it, inhale it, even if they smell it at all. It could actually. It could have a huge toxic reaction what? and die. Minoxidil is originally uh, being researched as a hypertension treatment. It's a blood blood uh, pressure medication. So, so babies can have a really bad reaction to it too. It's a pillow, you know, so you have to be careful. Like who's who's sniffing your pillowcase? Who's licking your hat insides? Uh, originally, it was researched as a as that. And not 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 for yeah. Hair. And then they found out it made hair grow. That's terrible. Sometimes, yeah. Like if, you, if you make something, oh, we're gonna we're gonna release your tension. Also, maybe hair will shoot out of your skin. <laughs> also, a cat might explode. Yeah. So, so I that's it. Now I can just I can I can say well I tried to have hair. You know. You have hair. I have plenty of hair. I got I, I got hair for people to go around. If anybody needs hair, come see me after the show. Wait. I, I'm. I, I, you, I'm surprised that you are a person that tried minoxidil. Like you seem like a kind of like like laissez-faire when it comes to hair. Yeah, I I, I don't <laughs> laissez hair they call it. I don't believe my my definition, and this is all, this is a little hard. So Chris is a, 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 like 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 uh, the the but to to define this line, but my line is dishonesty. I think if you but and and, and anyone that's listening who does anything. That they keep a secret for your own personal group, group, whatever. I'm not judging you. I'm not, that's not at all. I'm saying, like, I, my personal definition that would make me unhappy, the line that I could never cross is where I was keeping something a secret. Like, if I, if I had something on my head that I was like, oh man, I can't even tell anybody anything. Like that, that, that's where I can't go. But lots of people can and, and need to do that. And that's great for them. But, uh, but so I thought, oh, Rogaine, I don't know. It's like, like it's been around for like decades and, like maybe it's just like standard because I'm a little thin on top, and I just thought maybe if it's preventative, I'll put a little topical mousse on there. It's just like it's like they give you a little can of mousse. So I thought I so I tried it a couple times, but the really the really cool thing about Rogaine is that it puts in your hand the power to be lazy. Like that's the important thing because I think the the big issue with men losing their hair, I think it's just like anything about getting older, slowly melting. It's just like. 
you, it's just about control. You, it's just something that you didn't choose to happen on that schedule. And it doesn't really matter when it happens or what's happening. It, it, it just, it just makes you feel powerless. But if you can buy a product that, that's like, I choose to take control of this. I don't even think it matters if it works. Because for me, I bought it and I used it like twice and I stopped using it. Thank God for my cat, it turns out. Really? Yeah, because I was like, because look at me. I don't it, fucking shower. Like, 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 like I, there's, a, there's a million things I don't do to make myself look attractive. <laughs> like, I don't really. I, I threw in the towel a long time ago, and it's nice to have a towel to throw in, like a can of Rogaine. You go like, am I going to bother with this t- procedure? No. And then I'm like, yeah, I choose to be bald. How many cats have died? Is there, is there like, is there like proof? That, like- Six. Like, I was just looking it up beforehand because I didn't want to be libelous or irresponsible. Because, as you know, Harmontown is the epicenter of journalistic integrity. <laughs> we have never said a single we inaccurate have never, thing. Ever <laughs> Whether we're talking about again. the Muppets or Israel, we uh, <laughs> we always get everything right, and everyone's always very happy with our reporting. Um, <laughs> but, but, by the way, do you, which do you think is more controversial, the Muppets or Israel? Be real. I would say. My- Oh, the Muppets? Yeah, well, I, I bet you'd get in, in faster hot water talking shit about the Muppets at a party than, than being critical of Israeli foreign policy. I bet, I bet you get a 50-50 chance, which is going to get you a, a, like, a, like a social black eye first. All right, anyway, just, just, just think about it. Just get off my ass. Some of those movies are shitty. Um, but but are, are there... Just, are, let's just make nine more. Let's make nine more Muppet movies. I think we've almost but, got uh, it. But aren't they always kind of good? I, I mean, I haven't seen one since Muppets Take Manhattan, but are they, aren't they always kind of enjoyable? I'm a little sick of it. I'm a little sick of it. And I'm, and, oh, Muppet uh, Treasure Island's a goodie. That's a fucking goodie. It's Aaron's favorite. She's got a relationship with it, and I can't say anything bad about it. She's not here tonight. I, I just, I'm just tired of the Muppets. I just, I just. Really, but if you're gonna be the Muppets, at least do Robert Louis Stevenson, where you're gonna like. Let's take a good property where the story is already intact. Like, I think that I would agree with Aaron. Aaron would agree with you that yes, that was their biggest success. It's just taking existing stories. I like the Muppets because they hired Charles Grodin a lot. There was lots of Charles Grodin, and the crowd goes silent. <laughs> Charles Grodin before the face work alright so Rogaine kills your cats animals uh... are there cats that are verifiably killed because of Rogaine or is this an actual news item I didn't. I didn't do. I didn't do a ton of research, but I saw. You're, I going, saw, you're going just on Mike Chilean's murder of his own. The of, Poison of own Control cat. Center, I think it said somewhere, had six six uh-huh. cases of cats like having terrible reactions to it. But they can they can just sniff your hair. Anyways, it's over. So if I go bald, it's for humanitarian reasons. <laughs> <clears throat> Is that the end of Animal Corner? That's the end of Animal Corner. <laughs> yeah. I yelled at Channing Tatum through a closing elevator at Comic Con. <laughs> I, ju- I just I was doing a bit. This is a, this is a stolen bit that I got from one of the New York comedy sports guys. The uh, loading dock elevator door was closing backstage at Comic Con. You know that's where you're going to see the famous people. It's like because everyone's back there. That's the it's like the tunnel that connects all of the panels. You know, so you're just Joss Whedon's getting flushed down the same toilet as, you know, Stan Lee and fucking Black Widow and whoever's whoever's doing anything. So you see him I was dressed as a bird the whole time and uh and then I saw Channing Tatum in a in a loading dock elevator and the doors started to close and just as they just as they almost finished closing I, 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 did, I did a little elevator bit I learned from uh, our friends in New York Comedy Sports. I ran towards the door, panicked, and said, Soylent Greatest People! <laughs> just, just anything, really. Just, you know, elevator doors closing. Like, what, what would make you worry? 
if, if you, you just had heard you're, it. You're assuming Channing Tatum knows that film? Like, I'm it, sure he's... Uh, is yeah, that a safe assumption? Do we know Channing Tatum? Well, it's, not, it's not why I did it. <laughs> I did it so I could tell these people. I don't care. I, don't, well, like, it, I bet Channing Tatum's laughing his, no. his film-loving ass off right now. Did, did, did you get a reaction? That, that he go, oh not, No, you don't get... You, you, you eschew the reaction. Oh, you, but, don't, you don't get there, the reaction. There's no final moment when he's going up and he looks down and he goes, Oh my God, we're, 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 I'll never see you again. But it's, a, a it's a blind joke. You, you throw it... Not a blind joke for blind fans. It's, <laughs> it's a blind, blindly offered joke. Do you, do you have a blind joke? Like for actual blind people? This, this, blind, this blind guy... Uh, walks into a wall and the bartender says hey well, look out sorry blind people sorry I called you blind people and not Jeffrey uh, Suzanne you're human beings without sight you don't need to be dehumanized like that. So you're not blind people. It's weird to call. If you, if you were blind, you wouldn't be. You wouldn't mind being called a blind person, would you? Well, I'm. I'm really strong of character. <laughs> I'm not one of these weak blind people. <laughs> you know, they say when you lose one of your you senses, like, you, you become like, weaker of character. I don't know if you. I don't know if you've heard that. Uh, He's talking that, to you, that. Jeffrey and Suzanne. <laughs> You weak blind people. <laughs> your other senses gain strength, but your character in general weakens. You become you become a worse person. Would you rather be deaf or blind? <laughs> if you had to pick, I I think I. Well, I don't want to be willy nilly about. Yeah, I think I would way rather be uh, blind. The, uh, really, you'd rather, you'd rather lose sight than hearing. Yeah, and I know humans are ninety percent visual kind of creatures. You know, we're these primates that need to see to function, but we. Psychologically, we really need to be connected to each other. You know, deaf deaf communities, uh, they're very, it's much more, like, passionate. Because they're, like, like being deaf is, like, really um, uh, uh, divisive experience. It's, it, it puts a bigger wall between you and the person next to you than being blind. If you're blind, that's you know you you have this impairment, and you you can handle it however you want to, but you can still hear and talk to the people around you. That's it. De deafness, especially before the internet, was like a really, really like really just isolates you. Human beings can't be isolated; it, it makes them feel terrible. Anyway, so I, I assume I wouldn't be able to suffer that very well. I need to be able to talk to people. I could do this job blind. I'm not saying I'm, if you're listening, God, do not make me blind to prove. <laughs> That it's hard. I'm not questioning how hard it is. I just think that I could do I could do a lot of the things that I enjoy doing blind. Really? Like I, I don't. I, I, then I would finally. Oh, because you're a guy that hates sunsets and bridges and shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also, I'm always forgetting if you're blind. This is this sounds like I'm doing blind jokes or something. I'm not really doing that. I'm just thinking in my head like if you're blind, then everyone at every party you you go to, like they they have to come up and go. Hey, Dan, it's me, Suzanne Johnson, which is something that people don't do because I can allegedly see, even though I can't recognize their fucking face. I never remember anybody. So it might, again, God, don't take this seriously in a Twilight Zone way, but it might be kind of a lucky break for me to be blind. Because you already suffer from, from face blindness and other kinds of blindness. It would, make, it would make the things that make me a prick like a lot more excusable. Yeah, yes. I, I, I would rather lose my hearing than my sight because I, I, I'm a more visual guy. I, I would rather see things than hear them. Yeah. 
And I'm talking straight to God. God, I fucking dare you. <laughs> Strike me blind. I was backstage at an event with where Channing Tatum again. Again, the, the ubiquitous I, I, Tatum. I, I was sad that, that that story had only one act. So please tell me there's more acts to that story. I was I was near Jamie Lannister. Oh shit! Whatever his name is, that hunk of sex. And Aaron and I saw him. I really hope Aaron doesn't mind me telling the story. Aaron, Aaron, she's not here. She won't listen to it. Aaron saw this. I saw him. She said, Jamie Lannister's over there. And I was like, whoa, holy shit. And then we were like, wow, that's fucking Jamie Lannister. It's really weird to see him. Uh, uh, and, uh, and, and, and then Aaron said, man, he looks good. And I, and I was like, you know, there's a level of truth to that that supersedes jealousy. I was like, yeah, he does look really good. <laughs> And then, and then, and this is Aaron just expressing how good he looked. And was, I, just, I don't want to get her in. I don't know. I don't know if she'd be mad at me telling this. She, he, she says, "Yeah, he's standing next to Channing Tatum, making him look like a big bag of puke." What's, what's wrong with that? I just didn't want. I don't know. If Channing it, Tatum's eyes are too close together. I don't like that fucking guy. <laughs> Jamie Lannister is fucking sexy as fuck. That, 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 when I first saw uh, Game of Thrones, I'm like, that, that guy. He's he's almost like exhilaratingly good looking. Like he like 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 that guy like, could kick my ten year old kid out a window anytime. Oh yeah, anytime. He could fuck my sister. I'd watch him fuck his sister. He could. I would fuck. I would let him fuck my sister with my chopped off hand. <laughs> I'd 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 take his chopped off hand to a movie. <laughs> A Channing Tatum movie yeah. and just make fun of it. Be like, who's this ugly piece of shit? Looks like a fucking pumpkin. I just think Aaron should be able to choose which uh, celebrity she goes on record as calling a bag of puke. I, I, it's not her. Look, look any, anybody standing next to Jamie Lannister is in deep trouble. Like, I, I don't care how good looking you are. You're in deep shit if you're standing next to certain people. That guy... He, he's so good looking that he shouldn't be that good an actor. He also is a good actor. Like, that's fucking terrifying. Yeah, you know he's like Spanish or something. What is he? He's a Israeli. I have no idea. What the fuck? I, 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 Did you know he's a Muppet? What is he? He's what? Danish. Norwegian. Norwegian. He's Norwegian. All right. He's Swedish. Well, that's close enough. He's yeah. A, he's, a, he's across the fjord. So he's a hunk. He's good. All right. What a what a character arc too. You fucking hated that guy, and now you fucking root for him. It's so funny to watch Game of Thrones, and then every once in a while, just purposely remember that the story started with this guy <laughs> murdering a child <laughs> because he saw him fucking his sister, <laughs> and you're just like, ah, oh, let's go, hell go, go get him, super, super, <laughs> Superman. He's so good looking. <laughs> you can do no wrong. It's like, oh, I hope his sword lessons go good today. <laughs> It's a good show. It's a good show. I just started watching Deadwood again. For the, uh, I, I let enough time pass. I let enough time pass. When I first watched Deadwood, I don't know about you guys. Uh, it's, maybe it's not for everybody, but I watched it and it was. We used to watch it at my place, your place. We had, we'd have little Deadwood parties, and I instantly thought, I wonder how many years has to go by for me to watch this again and enjoy it again. It, the answer is now. I, I'm now watching it again and couldn't be happier about it. Yeah. God damn that show. I'm kind of, kind of ready for a Wire rewatch. I could, I, I, I I'll, I'll rewatch Wire with you at any, at any time. Will you rewatch it with me and Jamie Lannister's hand? <laughs> um, if you call my dick the Kingslayer. <laughs> <laughs>
just, just for no. Yeah. Th- those, those are my those are my criteria. All right. Well, let's bring out Game of Thrones uh, and society expert Kumail Nanjiani. <laughs> Oh. I brought you out as soon as I could just to just gotta get into the shade. Did they say the AC was repaired in this place? Oh, is it not on? I think we could. I think that's probably. Could it's on? It's on? Yeah. I feel like Satchmo. Maybe I'm just gaining Satchmo. Louis Armstrong. Yeah. Are, are you gonna carry around a little towel? Yeah. Like, I need like a. I need like a. A rag like a. Like oh. A, was. Because that is what he was most known for, the rag. Well, he, uh, I know he played the horn or something, but... Yeah. You're like Sashmo without the historical context and the, uh, the musical ability. Um, uh, by the way, I looked it up. Minoxidil, which is the ingredient in Rogaine, is very, very uh, poisonous to cats. Yeah. But only six cases have been reported. Four of those died. So, but then so many people probably don't report it, like Chilean. Because cat, cats die. Like, people, I think if your cat dies and you also are going bald, you don't connect those dots. You, you're like, now I've only got one problem. <laughs> <laughs> also, there was a couple, there's a couple of those people are putting, actually putting Rogaine on their cats. Like, like, like because their cat has a bald patch Is that true? or something. Are you, are you that's, what I, that's what I read online. Oh, I read that too. That's crazy. Can I say one? Okay, no, let's... No, say it. Say it. Okay, so this goes back to a, a, a little while ago. We had a heated discussion about, and I don't want to bring up like sore subjects, but I thought it was interesting about how we treat people who try to talk to us in public differently. You want to engage and I don't. Well, no, the, uh, uh, like on at the airport or something. Someone right. you're like, "Hey, what's your vibe?" And I'm like, "I hey, fuck off." You know, that's. <laughs> well, no, no, nobody wants to be like, assault, like, like confronted when you're not ready for it. Like, I, right? Yeah. No, but I mean, just like engage in conversation. And I said, usually when I'm on a plane, I'll ignore the people trying to talk to me. If so, I, yeah, on a plane, fuck everybody. I want to go. I want. I, I want to pretend that I. That I, I want absolute abject well, this graveyard what, silence on a plane. Last week, I was flying back from Atlanta. And I sit down, and an old lady's going to sit next to me, and I help her with her bag. And I put the bag up, and she says, and I'm thinking about what you, your approach. And she says, I'm sorry, it's really heavy. You don't want to know what's in there. Um, now you do. No, I don't. <laughs> now I do. That, that's, you want to know, I, wanna, I don't want to know. Because it's probably a human head. Well, Luckily, uh, she needs no prompting. She tells me. She's like, it's six pounds of strudel. It's for my son. So now... Now I don't want to know anymore. Now I'm at a crossroads. Am I going to engage her? Or am I just going to sit silently? And because you were so uh, passionate about it, I was like, all right, I'll try this. And I said, huh, might have to fight your son for it. That's what I said. Okay. <laughs> That's not how I would have approached it. Well, this is what happened. This is how I got fucked. <laughs> I have to fight your son for it. And she goes, good luck. He's 6'3". He's an architect. And that's when I knew I was fucked. Because she was giving out information that had nothing to do with what we were talking about. Well, she he just wanted to... He could build a labyrinth around you. I do need to build a labyrinth la- around. They should, they should have to fight minotaurs or whatever. And then she talked to me the entire time. She said the phrase... 
And when she said, my son's an architect, I almost, I loudly kind of said fuck, because I knew I was fucked. <laughs> and she twice used the phrase, uh, well, you know the kind of uh, uh, people that the black community holds up as heroes. And in my head, oh, no. I was just strangling Jeff. You're, <laughs> you're out there. Jeff, you're out there no. talking to these fucking people. No. Giving them, you're out there fucking no. feeding gremlins after midnight. Not true. <laughs> and they're, they go out attacking Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates did nothing. I'm Phoebe Cates. Why? You did it wrong. Why? You, you did it wrong. You, you, got, you got her wet. You don't get them wet. Oh. oh. You didn't see her. Jesus. That's she hasn't been wet in a while. I, I, I don't mean get her wet like horny. I meant gremlins wet. She was in her 70s. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> Part of the art of, of talking to the stranger is knowing when to uh, and how to engage. Well, I didn't. I just. You can't just go willy nilly and talk about strudel and fight no, your I, sons. I, I want to fight your son. She had every right to come back with six foot two and architect. And then just so much, and I would just look at looking straight, and I could just see her like looking at me like. As soon as he looks at me, I've got another thing okay, ready to go. If you're on a plane with somebody who's a chatterbox and you want them to stop talking, here's what you do. You look at them. I can't be racist to them because that's just going to spur you're, her on. Yeah, well, you're, you're part of the black community. Uh, it's look, look, look at them and go, shush. But it was a smile. You go, yeah, shushy. Shushy, shushy pie. Oh, give me a break. No, no, no. no. If you if you if you ever shush another adult, if you go, if you put a, if you put your finger up to your mouth, they go, shush. They fucking shut up. Yeah, I'm nobody sure nobody keeps talking when you go, uh, I'm sorry, what's your name? Maria? Maria? Shush. Yeah, well, you could also call her a cunt and she'd shut up. No. Uh, no. Not no. Around doing. no. You could pull out a gun. You no. Could, yeah. No. Uh, you could Just, say uh, something more racist than her to the no. point where she thought you were a little if extreme. You, if, if, if you're on a plan, you go, look, you say, look, I, 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 need, to, I need to take a nap. I want to read my book. Sh shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh -huh. I, I, I was on a plane one time and there was an old guy. I mean, when I say old, I, I'll, I'll put him at 68. That's my guess on this guy. He was, he was one or two rows behind me and he was talking to another guy at the top of his fucking lungs. And I got the feeling that he was probably a little bit hard of hearing because he was yelling. And so the other guy was yelling to him because I think that guy thought he was hard of hearing too. So now those two guys just for a five-hour flight from New York to LA just, well, you know, another thing about fishing is I got damn, I love to go fishing. And, and like everyone else is fucking sleeping because it's 9 a.m. And I just stood up and looked at him and, and, and g g just gave the finger to the lips and went, shush. And it was fucking boneyard silence after that. Because uh, I'm 6'2 and I'm an architect. <laughs> You can't that's just talk a, to everybody. That's a real dick move. No, yeah. it's a fucking plane. There's people. Everybody else was bummed out. Also, I, no joke, and this is not me like aggrandizing my situation. People came up to me during and after the flight, like on the plane, and then at the baggage claim, and came up and said, "Thank you." You should have been shush. And I said, "Yeah, shush." And I said, "I'll, I'll fight your son." <laughs> you'll fight. You'll fight her son for a strudel. I was doing a bit. Now, but I what? don't. The, you, she loved you, you, it. You can't just tap a hornet's nest. I know. I, I you really. Fucking, you don't rub the lantern, man. You fucking I mean, I leave think, it. Aren't we? Aren't we just saying that some of us are? Some of us are good at talking to people. In, yeah. So, so so and some of us are bad at it. Bad so we don't want to do it. Yeah. But, you, but we also talked about and that you're talking about that show several uh, Harmon towns ago, Kamel. Where you were saying that you, I think you were like doing a bit where like you you were saying that you uh, 
you're not gregarious, but you you are a very gregarious person. Yeah, but I don't like to talk to people I don't know. Uh, I'm fairly friendly. Under any, under any circumstances, you're never curious about a stranger or strike up a conversation with a person next to you. N- never once have I initiated a conversation with a stranger. I'm pretty sure. So you tried it because of me, and you and you fucking and look what happened. <laughs> The kind of people tr- that you, the black a, community <laughs> holds up as you're a, heroes. You're a curious guy. <laughs> I, 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 was, uh, I was in Nashville recently, last week, where I wasn't here the last time in town, and we had a cab driver, like a, a, it was an Uber. I'll talk to cab drivers. Yeah, because, yeah, well, that, that's a stranger. Yeah, I will talk yeah. to them. And uh, I was in the front Not seat, Uber and everyone people. else in the back seat, and he was kind of a, an oddball, and he was a guy that, uh, I think I have a, he gave me a business card. He is a guy that is absolutely certain that global warming is not happening. And he's a filmmaker and also an Uber driver. And he's made it... So he's an Uber driver. <laughs> well, look, uh, lots of filmmakers are Uber drivers, potentially. Yeah, like, yeah I, that's what... Uh, I saw Spielberg the other day. He yeah, drove no, no, he, was, he, he was just a, pri- a privilege. I, I would rather watch a movie that, uh, by a guy that used to be an Uber driver, Uber driver or still is. But he was saying, like, well, you know, that 80% of scientists are, are emphatically agree that global warming is not happening. And I said, is that right? <laughs> I said, I've heard people say that 90-something percent of scientists agree that it is. He goes, no, that's what Al Gore wants you to believe. And my movie is called uh, An Inconvenient Lie. Ah, nice. Said, he so, flipped it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... Why like, shouldn't he call it a convenient lie? <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, 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 yeah, or a, con- a convenient truth. Uh, Something. I, I, I don't know. He's between shots right now because, you know, the weather's shitty. He can't shoot anything. So he's driving his Uber around with the air but conditioning like, on. But he's saying, like, he's like, he's like no. He, uh, and he, I said, but aren't, like, and I, I was not going to try to, like, I, I don't have enough information to shout him down about that. But I was like, but aren't like, isn't there like satellite imagery of ice shelves falling off, and isn't that kind of proof like that's like an unprecedented kind of unstoppable rate? And he goes, no, no. It's, he goes, that's an absolute lie. And he was very level-headed about it. And he said, every time uh, a an Antarctic ice shelf falls off, one grows in the Arctic Ocean. Aww. <laughs> that is very inspiring. <laughs> Yeah, for real. He goes, he goes, yeah. He goes like, there's, there's, nature has a balance, and when when one falls off, it creates another ice shelf. Like I was like, give me your email address, that I have to see this movie. <laughs> I want to premiere that movie about the guy that is certain that humans, humans, not only don't have an impact on the environment, they couldn't. That, that, is he that, has he been making it already, or he wants? to I got make the it. feeling that this is almost like in the like it's done. It's like we're, they're in post on this. Thing. Oh yeah. Huh. Yeah. I want to see it. Sure. I want to see it too. Yeah, I really want to see it. But if you didn't talk to strangers, you would never know there's a guy that is certain that scientists all agree that, that, that humans I'm, are having no impact on the environment. I'm sure there are guys like that out there. I just don't want to really talk to them. <laughs> but if they make a movie, I'll watch it. But how would you know about it? About the movie? Yeah. <laughs> I'm friends with you. <laughs> You're our emissary. Go out, See, collect the I, nuggets. I, I, I find this. I find it back hard, to I find it hard to believe that you could be sitting next to people at an airport or anywhere and not like <laughs> lean over and talk to people because you're, you're such a garrulous, like like friendly guy. <laughs> I don't talk to people at airports. That's bullshit. You I, must. I, I not, don't. not just airports, but like 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 at a restaurant, a bar. You don't you ever look over and go, hey, like you, you just never strike up conversation. 
No. Ever. <laughs> no. Maybe that's why I, 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 I'm, I'm not a stand-up. I, I've never been moved to like write jokes, go up on stage and do that. Maybe that's like a... I, I get it all out. Like, the, 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 like To be a stand-up maybe is a thing like you... you oh, you're getting it out in... Oh, okay. So if you didn't talk to people, maybe you... I'd be funnier. <laughs> no, you'd be doing stand-up. I don't know. Well... Like, I would like to get a Comic-Con report from the king of Comic-Con 2014, Spencer Crittenden. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. Whoa. Hey, Spencer. How you doing, man? That was good. I thought that vocal was someone yelling at me. What vocal? The vocal in that song that was playing. The, the song is called Loudmouth by Ray Kondo. It sure was. <laughs> Comic-Con. Yeah, what happened? Give us the scoop. Uh, my feet hurt. <laughs> Did you enjoy yourself? Yeah. Give me yeah. a... What was your highlight? Uh, you, that, is there, was there a highlight I got to play you? Super Smash Brothers, the new one as Mega Man. That's all I've ever wanted to do with my entire life. <laughs> It was great. It was great. The convention was packed, packed more than ever, and there was more ever than ever signs saying you couldn't do stuff, and more than ever people telling you what to do, and it was kind of a bummer. And in, where I remember there used to be booths where it's all like, oh, get a free USB drive. Here, have a free sticker. Now it's like, uh, win a raffle to get a sticker, and it's just <laughs> like it's getting cheapened. I don't uh, know. There was a new development this year that was just, if I... If I hadn't crossed a threshold in my head where I was like, look, I'm just another rich douche here promoting things. I'm not going to look at myself as one of the nerds anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at myself as an exploiter of nerds. Like, I've got two shows I'm promoting here. I'm getting driven around in SUVs. I, let's, let's, be, let's be real. My experience at Comic-Con, if it's good, is, is great for me and not for anyone else in particular. The, the, it was one thing that I let get to me as a, as a nerd of old, which was just like now, now they just station these guys who I couldn't describe any, any way else other than to just call them gym teacher types. Because, <laughs> I mean, I don't know who else goes into yeah, security like at a convention center. Yeah. And, they're, and they're peppered like every 30 feet throughout the convention center. And they're literally just yelling at a sea of nerds Keep it moving. And they do it indiscriminately when people are moving, when they're not, when there's heavy traffic areas, when there's no people in an so, aisle. So we already know you can't sit on the floor at Comic-Con, yeah. which used to be, this is my big thing that I've always had a problem with. I went to Supercon in Miami, I went to New York, uh, uh, Comic-Con. Um, you, you can still see what is a beautiful thing to me. Which is this is our people, you know. This is the way we pray. We buy a bunch of shit with our enormously disposable income because no one's dating us. <laughs> we consume the fuck out of stuff, and we and then we and when we get exhausted from buying your shit, we plop our fat asses down on the carpet against the nearest stretch of wall, and we look through it until we can get another a bit of strength and take another surge through this stuff. And we're dressed like the Monopoly guy and pirates and spider people and you know it's like it used to be and then it's like okay you can't sit on the floor anymore okay well yeah that's because you know bruce willis's pr team's coming through and, and now i'm part of that problem too so i, I dropped that i dropped that passion I, you could if you want to sit on the floor go to new york um but keep it moving 
keep it moving? I can't fucking move. You guys are making too much money for me to move. That's, it's, that's fucking crazy. Keep it moving. In, that's exactly what a gym teacher says. In, in that vein, um, they, a lot of the traffic signals were shut down and they had like traffic enforcement, um, you know, directing traffic and stuff. And I always thought it was pretty weird because they call them traffic enforcement officers, but they're really more like traffic naggers. Like, they just, like, tell you what to do, and if you don't, they're like, doh! And then just everyone continues doing it, like, what they're going to do. They don't actually stop people. They never cite anyone. There's, like, five people at the same intersection. You think one of them can go tackle someone. Like, it wouldn't be that hard. They're not really enforcing anything. Yeah, I saw I saw a lot of people, a lot of like mob rule happening at the crosswalks, which was yeah. kind of a nice thing. Like people just crawling under well, the cross cross arms on the railroad track. Well, and stuff. but did you see that accident that happened? And this family of deaf people got beat up by nerds at Comic Con. This happened yesterday. So there An was an accident. A, there was a, yeah. a zombie. Dan, Dan deaf people. <laughs> so you chose wisely. Uh, <laughs> But they were driving a car, which would be significantly more challenging uh, if you were blind. But they, so they were waiting at a crosswalk, and it was the zombie run was happening. So this guy had little kids who couldn't hear. Then suddenly, people in amazing like zombie outfits keep coming by, and these kids start freaking out. And it's taking a long time, so he starts like nudging his car forward because there's no rule. And they started attacking the car and breaking the windshield and what? stuff. Uh, yeah, and then so he like tried to get away and hit an old lady. Why well, was an old lady there? I don't know, but she broke her arm and uh, nobody died. But uh, oh man, oh but I saw it. It's funny because I was over at a pizza place watching like that procession go by, and then it kept being interrupted by all these emergency vehicles, and that's what that was. Yeah, they were going to attend to that, but it was funny because you you see this parade and then it gets like pushed off into the sidewalk and then they keep going like nothing happened. I became part of that. I was kind of bummed out about it. Like it's just like it seemed like all of the it was just a sea of what I perceived as San Diego natives who are all eating at restaurants with their cameras out, watching uh-huh. really extra slow nerds walk by them. With just, and, and I was like part of this fucking parade. I'm like, this is the, the worst. Like, yeah. like I, I'm hungry, not for human flesh. I gotta, I'm going to meet people. <laughs> I was like, but I couldn't. Yeah. You, you can't like knock over a stroller with a zombie baby in it and like, like, like elbow them by. Like. I do love going, though, even with all that. Like, because yeah. you see when the people are dressed up and stuff, it's very exciting. Like, there's still a lot of passionate people around, and they're getting, you know, yelled at by gym teachers. But yeah. they're still there. I, I, had a, I had a great time. I mean, again, as I say, big asterisk at the top of all this. I've, I've become some strange, protected, elitist astronaut. I land at Comic-Con, and I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm handled now. I, yeah. I, I'm escorted to the place You're I need to be. You're seeing parts of the convention center that nobody gets to see, like in the behind the I get to see Channing Tatum in an empty. elevator and do bits, um, but uh, but but so for me everything was seamless and every single person I'm meeting is someone who is moved to speak to me because they 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 so admire me so it's like my experience is like it's like the you know it's 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 insanely biased but I, I was a really great Comic Con. Do you think that you could sit down and someone wouldn't tell you to keep it moving? I know, I know. Well, for, there was a moment like after I finished the Adult Swim signing, it was kind of weird. Like I was sort of like I was this fat old guy 
my gray stringing hair, and I, I had had like vodkas delivered to me while I was signing stuff by <laughs> Justin's uh, assistant. Tomorrow, thank you, tomorrow. Uh, um, and 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 I was done with the signing, and it was like no one cared that I had a glass of vodka on the rocks at yeah. the signing table. And so, and then when it was over, I just kind of wandered off with it. So I was, for a moment there, I was kind of just strolling through the exhibit hall with this cocktail in my hand, <laughs> and I did kind of feel like the king of something, you know, because yeah. there was no nobody was telling me you're not allowed to do that. And it's like, you, of course, you can't have like glassware. Yeah. Uh, but it, it was filled with booze. It was, I felt like Dean Martin or something. <laughs> I don't know if I, I... Last year this happened. I don't know if I talked about it here, but women have, like, a different experience that women, like, get groped and stuff. That happens. I was walking with Emily. At Comic-Con? Well, that yeah. Was, that was a, there was time. a new thing uh, there this year. I mean, it's, a, it's not a new thing. A new, new, new awareness of it. Uh, what's the Twitter handle? Cosplay is not consent. Well, cosplay is not consent is the slogan. There's a there's a Twitter there's a Twitter account. Let's is, that, is that really a thing? Cosplay is not consent. No, it's not. Yeah. Yes, yeah, all well, women. <laughs> well, but women like dress up in cosplay, yeah. and then guys think it's okay to treat them like you know, like cartoons. Like, like cartoons, yeah. Well, not that. Well, it's, yeah. yeah. If somebody, if like, somebody like, they like, objectify like, them. like not people, yeah. If yeah, a girl's dressed as poison ivy, then obviously it's okay to just run up to her and, and go like, "Hey, how are you?" Can, or can I let me get a picture? You know, without actually engaging them like a human being because they're dressed as poison yeah. ivy. But you said that they're actually being handled and groped and like, there's there's reports yeah, of that. Well, yeah. last year I was walking and it was me and Emily. We were walking and Emily was like, "This guy keeps like she." Felt she some guy like sort of was like really close to her, uh, his crotch on her like weird yeah. So I look back expecting like a huge crowd, but it was just me and Emily and then one guy behind her <laughs> and no one else around, just the three of us walking. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? Uh, yeah, just just mounting her as you're walking around. Well, I mean, he it was Jamie Lannister, so he was fine with it. But. <laughs> No, it was like me and her and just like one dude behind it. When I looked, he went away. But we aye just aye expected aye. like to be a huge crowd and people getting pushed around. But Is it Geeks for Consent? Yeah, that was the Twitter t- uh, uh, um, uh, thing I was, I, was, I was looking at uh, in the limo ride home from my privileged uh, flying saucer that I, that I hover over you know but yeah ge- geeks for consent they're, 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 it's a it's a it's a small group of people from what I've been able to gather from reading their updates and things what it is is that San Diego Comic Con as, as, as an official from a, an official PR perspective like they don't want to create the idea that this is a problem so they'd rather just wait until oh, yeah. something terrible Sorry. whatever whatever their position is and that's what that's what these this, this group is running up against it. They're saying, can we just add, can we make the one formal step of adding official, uh, thorough anti-harassment language to uh, the Comic-Con guidelines? It, you know, it, like it, what what, it con- what constitutes it and how it'll be dealt with and all that stuff. I think they have like one sentence in there that's like, don't harass people. You know, Is right it for now. all women like, or, or just for women that, that choose to dress up in cosplay outfits? Or well, I mean, I would of... guess all women. I wouldn't think you'd have to dress up as Sailor Moon to not be sexually harassed. 
You know what I mean? I bet it would be all women. I think it's just all, all human beings. I think as with anywhere, you just need to, you're allowed to feel safe. If you choose to dress up as a character, you're not necessarily saying to strangers that they have an elevated level of permission with you in a social context. Yeah. They're just saying, I mean, that makes perfect sense to me. I don't, uh, yeah. Uh, and, and, and just me, and all, all, all this group is asking is, can you please add that language to, you know, the big long list of warnings about don't wear your Google glasses when you watch the next Hugh Jackman movie at the at the panel. You know they're very thorough about that. What will yeah. happen to you and anti piracy and stuff. Not so thorough about just letting somebody know. Don't run up to Sailor Moon. Throw your hand around her waist. Take a selfie. Talk to her like she's Sailor Moon. Uh, you know, like 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 it's a person and yeah, that's it. Uh, so I don't. Know, I thought that was interesting. As our world keeps changing under our feet. Spencer, did you have a, a low light of the uh, Comic-Con? Um, yeah, I like to shame uh, Hasbro Incorporated. <laughs> <laughs> it's high time, man. Yeah, they had this situation where, like, they had a booth that was like a store, like many other stores in the Comic-Con situation, but... uh this booth was special because in order to get the privilege of lining up in the ridiculously long blind to buy the merch, you had to get these tickets uh, elsewhere at a completely different place, like uh, at six in the morning. And that's to before buy the, stuff at the store? Yeah, and that's before the fl- Comic-Con even opens. So it's like get to Comic-Con three hours before they open so you could get a ticket so you can stand in line to buy this shit. And it was a What were you planning to buy from Hasbro? Promotional magic card stuff because Hasbro bought Wizards of the Coast, so they own magic and stuff. Uh huh. It's a it's a bummer. But uh, on a on a highlight related note, I got to go to a weird magic event hosted by Geek and Sundry, and I got to play uh, magic with uh, just some new players, but also this guy. Uh, shit, I think his name was Doug Byer, but he's a magic you know executive guy, and I got to see one of the. Did they Magic know who guys. you were? The, uh, uh, no, no, no. It was cool. Did you have any reflect, reflected celebrity from uh, from being a... Yeah, you? I mean, I probably... There was probably about 40 people that stopped me and talked to me from recognized me from oh, Harmontown cool. or from TV. It was cool. I bet a lot of other dudes with ponytails and big beards also got stopped. <laughs> I bet they did. I, that, there's like, other, we saw you yesterday. No, you didn't. There was about three or four people that were like, did I see you? And then I was like, I don't know. Did you? And then they're like, I don't know. And I was like, do you watch TV? And they're like, no. I was like, well, a lot of people just generally look like this, like with a crazy beard and long hair and glasses and fat. They thought you were, they, they thought you were Hammurabi. Yeah, I mean, I have a code. <laughs> I there was a. Code. I hope I'm not speaking out of turn, but telling the, the, the Justin story in the elevator. It was a the, 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 Justin Royland, the co-creator of Rick and Morty, was really drunk, and uh, oh. he got into a, he got into an elevator and. Uh, He's just he's he's just he goes through a curtain. He, uh, he's a great drunk. <laughs> yeah, it's great in air quotes. You know, it's a, he's a, he's a big drunk, and uh, and he like there was a guy in the elevator that was uh, I think in a wheelchair. I'm hearing this story third hand, and uh, and and he he just was just being big and 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 gregarious and stuff, and he kind of. He was sort of like putting a hand on the guy's shoulder and saying, you know, yeah, isn't that right? Or whatever. Kind of like inviting everyone to the party in the elevator. Yeah. Kind of like, like, let's all hang out in the elevator right now and, and be friends and be, look at how drunk I am. And, and the third time he did, like the guy, the guy said, like, you, look, you're really invading my space right now. I'm very uncomfortable. And, and Justin was like, oh, shit, sorry. And then he got really quiet. And then he said, 
<laughs> he said, listen, I, I don't know if you're like a fan of Adventure Time or... Uh, <laughs> that. And the guy cut him off and said, I know who you are. Oh! Wow, that could not have gone any worse. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, that was just, uh, like, like, that elevator yeah. just became a yes. crater. Yes, uh, <laughs> I, I wouldn't let Jamie Lannister touch me this much. <laughs> wow, uh, that's I want to. Uh, I, I saw an old friend of ours. We haven't had him on the show in a while at Comic Con, and he's looking and feeling great. So I told him come down tonight, give us a little update because it seems like it's all good news. Uh, let's welcome back Seek Donnelly. We all remember this guy. Multiple aneurysm survivor uh, who the last We're time snuggling. we saw you... What's We're that? snuggling. Oh, yeah. You're kind of, you're kind of invading uh, Camille's hey, personal space. Hey, uh, I know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> I do that at Comic-Con. I press my junk against people when, when they're by. <laughs> and, then, and then when they turn around and go, what are you doing? You go, I survived multiple aneurysms. <laughs> I have earned this. I play that card, yeah. Um, the last time we talked to you, it was very sobering. and uh, I mean, not technically for me, but... but uh, <laughs> Emotionally sobering uh, uh, declaration on your part that you had been going to these doctors who were studying you and in 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 the same course treating you while they studied you, you know, putting coils up your legs and stuff. I can't even imagine. I just all I know is a Rogaine could kill my cat, so I've got it bad. Um, The and you 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 were told them let's just let's knock it off because there was a little bit of time that you we weren't on the treatments and then. You felt more creative, and you you were like, I mean, the way that you had put it, or at least the way I've seen articles written about it, is that <laughs> even if it's a crass way of saying it, you're like, I want to I want to be creative, even if it kills me, because you're you're recognizing that you're not getting this treatment anymore, and it's sort of like a roll of the dice with whatever's going on in your brain, and you, but your the effects of the treatment were kind of neutering you creatively am i getting any of this wrong no that's all exactly what was going on so you came out here last time and said all right no more treatments and 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 off i go and i'm gonna go draw stuff and be productive and and come what may and so now you can now you give us the update (laughs) um well yeah so i i mean i've my energy level's been up um i've been having fewer incidents of as far as like blackouts and seizures i still have some but they're few and far between basically uh um i can I seem to be thinking a lot more. Uh, I'm solving like, like, because a, a lot of things I do is like I, I buy puzzles and solve puzzles and like to help, you know, my brain is still sponge. It's absorbing. Um, I build transformers and, you know, and model kits and everything like that. So I, I love doing all that stuff and it, it keeps the creative juices going. Now I've, I found that I can't stop. Uh, I'm, I'm getting very little sleep. I'm probably sleeping like three hours a night, maybe. And I can't shut my brain down and it's just, it's, it's, non-stop going and I'm productive like I'm doing a lot now a lot more than I did before I had an aneurysm at one time and uh, and there are effects that it's having on me but they're again so far few and far between that I'm I don't know I seem to be what I've always wanted to be which is a little superhuman 
uh, lately. <laughs> is, is, it, is it a worry that you're not sleeping enough? Like, is, would you like to be able to sh shut that down a little bit? Yeah, I, I would love to. We we tried a couple things. Um, I actually a couple. I think it was about a month ago. I had sleep deprivation because I was up for a couple of days, and then uh, and then after that, I got um, you know some some stuff to knock me out. And then since then, I've been. I'll get three hours of sleep at night, and then sometimes I'll take an hour nap in the middle of the day. But my energy level, like we just did Comic Con last year, I think I sat two days out because I was sick. Um, this year, I it could have gone three more days. Really? Yeah, that's great. I what about like loud noises and stuff? I think you, like like when you're in big crowds and people are getting kind of loud. Like yeah, I used I used to walk around with headsets on at cons, and I would listen to like water flowing, and it would drown everything out. Um, now the noise sounds like water flowing. So even all the yelling and the screaming and the body odor and the everything. <laughs> uh, do, do your doctors have any? Uh, do they weigh in on that? Do they have? Well, any? I only have the one neurologist now, and he's not. Uh, he never gave me advice and and and, uh, and and stuff on that level. It was always the other doc, the guinea pig doctors. But is there anything for them to learn off of this? Like, is it, is it like if the... I still went to them, maybe. Really? Yeah. What's your doctor's take on everything? Uh, I mean, he's he's kind of a pothead, uh, so, <laughs> so he's like, yeah, transformers. He, he, he prescribed more, transformers. Yeah, more transformers. Uh, I, I would uh, take three Doritos and call me in the morning. <laughs> Did the other doctors try and contact you, like an ex-girlfriend or something? Like, hey, how are we hey, how's now? it going? Are you still, you know, with the brain thing? You want to just get coffee and see how? Uh, no, I'm, no, no. I don't. We don't. They don't reach out to me. Well, that's fantastic. What are you up to creatively? Um, while I'm working on the book, I mentioned that you guys all helped me fund on Kickstarter, Elan Vital, which is uh, me doing all the different art styles. I just recently choreographed a dance for the for the book. Uh, basically, I'm trying to find out what kind of artist I am. So every page in the book is a different type of art: expressionism, surrealism, sculpting, painting, singing, um, choreography, uh, choreography uh, filmmaking. So uh, so it's a very transmedia book. So I've been working on that, and then I actually premiered my new comic at Comic Con um, called Mono Myth. Well, How is your is your visual memory still where it was, or is that coming back for you? See? For you guys. Oh, thank um, you. Yeah, my visual memory. So I've been having more dreams. I can remember them, um, and uh, I've actually at Comic Con I drew uh, four people came up to me and, and commissioned me to do sketches for them. And uh, only two of them I actually had to look at pictures for. Really? I actually drew Spider-Man without even looking at him, like seeing a picture of him. Uh, I was able to know enough in my head to draw Spider-Man. So, uh, so I would say I'm again. I'm. I'm uh, it, it's it's finally getting past that sponge level, and I'm I'm learning. Yeah, I don't want to go. I mean, I'm going to go out on a limb here, but you know, you ran into me the other day at Comic Con. You know. Yeah. And you were with a guy who didn't know me, right? So did you recognize me? Yes. Yeah, which didn't happen in the past, like at all, right? I mean, sometimes. I, I but know that's crazy. Yeah. the way That's I, awesome. Yeah, the way I found you this time, I wouldn't have been able to before. Yeah. We were just walking by, and I looked over, and I go, oh, there's Spencer. And yeah. Go, I'm going to go say hi to him. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Same with Dan. I mean. Same with you. When oh I, yeah, me. Yeah, when I saw you at the the signing and stuff, and I saw Dustin too. I just it's starting to like I'm. I don't know. It's but, but I, things I feel are like sticking. When I see you, like I always, I always get the impression that you recognize me and see me and, and know who I am. Well, yeah, because a lot of times what I do is I, I get things down. I know you're tall and I know you wear a suit, 
And if it, I see oh, you at Meltdown. That does narrow. Most, <laughs> most of the people we hang out with don't yeah. fit that. Yeah, so if I'm in Meltdown and I see that, I'm pretty much like, or if I'm at a bar and I see that, uh, or like, you know. Um, and then you, also hearing clues, you, hearing clues you in too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you hear yeah, hearing, voice, when you yeah. say How hi. do you recognize me, Seek? Uh, your speech pattern. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice sidestep, bro. <laughs> We all know what you really do. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna expunge racism from aneurysm survivors. We've we've got a new strategy about this. We've figured out it's too deeply rooted in society, and we're just we're gonna start with Seek and, and make sure he's not racist. So, so Seek, this, this is all your art in here. Uh, no, I uh, know. I'm, I'm actually the writer of this book. I, I um, so like I said before, I think I told you about it. It's really hard for me to find a job. A lot of people don't want to hire a guy who has memory problems um, because they're like, hey, did you do that thing yesterday? And I go, what thing? Um, and then it doesn't get done. So uh, I have a really great boss who is actually here in the audience. I brought him with me. His name's Omar Spahi. And he started a comic company called OSSM Comics. And, uh, and he hired me as an editor-in-chief for him, which is what I always wanted to do with comics was be an editor. And then he was crazy enough to say, hey, do you want to write one of these comics that we're publishing? So I did. I'm a big, you know, like you, a Joseph Campbell fan. I wanted to do something. I just straight up called it Monomyth. I called it a spade a spade. Um, and it's the story of uh, Lucifer and Michael in reverse. So actually, Lucifer tells Adam and Eve not to eat the apple, and Michael's the angel that falls from heaven. Uh, so it's like a what if Earth book because I'm a big Marvel what if fan, uh, and it's got a, a Nerdist.com did a great review on it and uh, a lot of uh, you know got a lot of press NPR someone was really nice at NPR and did an interview with me about this and uh, and Ilan Vital and Soulstar so uh, yeah it's definitely getting a lot of controversy we had. You know, the religious protest- protesters outside Comic-Con. We're, we're That's right. <laughs> I love those guys. I made a friend with one of them, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I recorded a video of him. He, he donated to Soulstar, so I was like, oh, you're not all bad. <laughs> those guys are so odd. I don't know. It's like if you walk by, if you hang out there long enough, of, there's going to be somebody of, of equally, confusing, equally confusing conviction uh, yeah. that starts to yell at them and argue with them. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, it's yeah. like, I don't know what's at no stake for either win. of you. No one's going to win. But it's like a guy saying, like, you know, why did why should Jesus have why, why should you need more superpowers than Jesus gave you like just some de- it's like come on what, what are you talking no one's coming to this convention what? because they don't want Jesus to be loved like it's not a convention yeah. for hating Jesus yeah. because yeah. Superman can it's fly like a you know, uh, uh, how come God can't you wanna, wear you, a cape you, you what are you talking about you have you ever been in there have you ever read a comic book do you, do you know what the, the, the best origin story was <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, I've got a sequel for you. Yeah. <laughs> Reboot this, <laughs> Christopher Nolan. Um, it's really weird. And then, so, yeah, there was a guy who just sat up with a, he had a lawn chair and a boombox, and he was just blaring what sounded to me like it was just a re- bad recording of his church's like rock band or something <laughs> so it was just like he was just and i he was just he just thought he could bathe people in <laughs> positive energy like, he didn't regard it as noise pollution at all it's just like it's already loud here and insufferable he was, and he's just blaring garbage at people it's just garbled garbage on a cassette well, tape it's it's i now i feel bad cuz he was blaring the song i wrote for Elon Vital <laughs> <laughs> you're in a, you're Right, Christian rock music <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. That's my thing, man. <laughs> what if you found out that was your art? Well, that oh. would blow. <laughs> Fuck. I, I think, uh, good news, bad news. 
But what, are, what, what if you made us all start loving Christian rock? Like that, that, that became the new thing. Then I would be the Antichrist, probably. <laughs> it's true, the Antichrist, I mean, you know, he, you're not going to... Well, Spencer was just talking about this. The the, according, to, according to all reports and revelations, the Antichrist, you know, his, his big point of efficacy is going to be that everybody really likes him a lot because he's, like, really kind of nice and yeah. charming. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Pe- people might think he's, like, the Messiah, I think, if I read right. Yeah. So it's just like, well, whatever one looks like the next Jesus, that's get him. Yeah. <laughs> So, and and yeah. wait and wait for some shithead uh, yeah. that's uh, bad mouthing him yeah. to and, and then give a, that guy your guy. everlasting yeah. faith. It's that's quite a tricky problem stuff. when you realize it. Yeah, uh, that is true. That, that, that's really funny. That, that, that's why that's why that Jesus doesn't want to come back. He's like they're gonna fucking they're gonna get me again. Yeah. How do you jump into this double dutch? You know, like how do you? Know? <laughs> Red Hot Peppers, shit, I'm gonna... <laughs> Do you remember when we were saying that listening to, like, heavy metal music backwards had, like, satanic messages in it or whatever? Yeah. I don't know. Those are... <laughs> I just thought it's funny that, like, Satan is up there, like, these are the fucking people, this is what they're doing, they're, like, sitting around smoking pot, listening to music backwards like they, they're not like the best most productive members of society when, when, when I was a ki- little their kid their websites are when, terrible uh, when I was a little kid there was a, there was the D&D report uh, like the news was talking about people that played this thing called Dungeons and Dragons yeah. and they were playing it in uh, my, my town and when I was a little kid in, in Tustin in Orange County there, there were these big sewers that you could go hang out in if you were a teenager Ninja Turtle yeah if you're <laughs> If you were a uh, if you were a martial artist turtle, <laughs> which uh, I am, yeah. <laughs> but uh, there, there were reports that people were, there, there were ritual slayings in there. There was no well. That's how the West Memphis Three thing happened. That right, all yeah. came from that kind of fear. Yeah, it was the uh, the Dallas Egbert the Third, whatever his name was, was the, the it was the kid that went missing from. I think UCLA. Now I'm just spreading rumors. This was this is the 80s. There was a kid that went missing. Dallas Egbert the third. His name was Dallas Egbert Jr. or something like that. There was the there was a book. It's called The Dungeon Master. It was published in the 80s by this guy William Deere, who was a private investigator. Dallas Egbert. Something like that. The yeah. third, which means someone else whose name yeah, well, Dallas Egbert. This is a good enough name. <laughs> I feel like yeah. you nailed it. If, 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 hey, if, if, if it ain't broke. Yeah. He was a kid that went missing from a college campus. He was like one of those Wormser archetypes. He was there. He was at college way early because he was a genius. Okay. And because he was a genius, he was also kind of, you know, he was... He had wanderlust and and rebellion and boredom and stuff, and he just disappeared one day. And because it was like at the apex of this, what is this Judges and Dragons thing? All of this urban legend started emanating out of this kid's disappearance. It was like, like you know, they play Judges and Dragons in the steam tunnels underneath uh, the college's campus, and he was one of the people that was doing this, and 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 that's why he's disappeared. And the whole book is written by this private investigator who specialized in uh, cult deprogramming which was the most recent fad and now is hopping aboard this one. So his book is about him hot on the trail of this kid who's disappeared while playing D&D. So he, he goes and climbs trees and spies on hobbit clubs. Um, like he like the Tolkien Society meets in the woods and he climbs a tree and eavesdrops on them. He goes and he just he goes he goes into a, a hobby store and pays the, the clerk 50 bucks on the slime 
lines is, "Hey, can you get me a game of Dungeons and Dragons?" <laughs> That's how much it costs. And he pl- and he plays in a hotel room, Dungeons and Dragons, and characterizes as like he loses his you know consciousness and he like wakes up and the hotel room's empty. Like he's just writing all this stuff. Like wow. And then the, and then the kid comes back after a couple of days and says, "No, I figured out I was gay and I loved heroin." <laughs> I'm a genius. I got bored. Oh, D&D? Yeah, I played that too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, the, the book literally ends with the kid calling the detective and going, I hear you looking for me. <laughs> I like uh, that he uh, still uh, wrote the book. Yes, He's uh, like, oh, the story must yeah. be told. And part of it was the, the, the note he left didn't match his handwriting, and that was always a big, like, oh, like missing puzzle piece. So he meets the kid in the diner and goes like, but what about the note? And he's like, oh, yeah, let me show you. And he wrote it with his left hand. <laughs> Wow. Why'd you do that? Because I thought it would fuck with people. <laughs> because what? I'm, you wrote a book. I'm a gay heroin addict genius. genius. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm uh, bored. I'm bored. <laughs> this society is yes. run by people like you. Yes. I, I, yes. Y- your book needed an ending. I'm trying to help. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. You're, you're welcome on behalf of everyone in the Manson family. You're welcome on behalf of every teenager whose parents got scared that they were into something bad. You're welcome, all of you fucking dumb assholes. I got bored. I'm smart. It's hard to be smart. I wonder what heroin's like. It seems great. I bet it's the best. It's gotta, I'm sure it's, it's so it's great. It's gotta be fucking wonderful. It's gotta be better than sex, which is currently the best thing. Well, it's gotta be better than a can of Pringles because I had one of those. Some on people call me Pringles, but I never really found out why. I don't really have a Pringles. I've been singing all day. I've been fi- sometimes Pringles dick just fucking comes into my mind. Also, I was singing Chicken Noodle Dick all day. Too. Chicken, chicken Noodle Dick, I think, is a good song, and people don't really recognize how good that song is. It's a good song. Some of the bonus footage is you can actually see us coming up with Chicken Noodle Dick. Oh, that, that, that was my one note with the movie, is that we didn't see the, uh, the origin of Chicken Noodle Dick. Also... <laughs> Do they show you trying everything in the bus with yeah, the a- yeah. aspirin dick? And, well, you, uh, you, put it, you, you put peanut butter on my dick and then... Uh, not peanut butter on my dick. That sounded weird. <laughs> not with, like, a knife. A I'm jar a, of peanut butter. Yeah, I, I put it on by hand. And, uh, <laughs> you just you balls we, in I brought a cocker spaniel in. And, uh, a flashlight and a bottle of aspirin. And, uh, it's, it's like, I don't think... Uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's a bonus footage. You can check it out. Uh, let's thank Seek for coming by. Thank you. Thanks for coming, Seek. Is there anything to plug, Seek? Um, not really. How about uh, the Harmontown prints I made? Uh, I'll I'll be here Wednesday selling them and Monomyth here at the store at Meltdown. As, oh, okay. Uh, Wednesday night. All right. All right. Thank you, Seek. Thank, thank you, Seek. Can I talk about the Rob Shrub thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It's time for our society section. <laughs> so Rob Shrub continues his fucking campaign of terror on Twitter. It's... A- a- explain it for people that don't okay, know. Okay, so it. this is what it is. This is what it is. <laughs> he will, for instance, he will, someone will tweet something and he will ask them the most op... So, so like yesterday, or a couple days ago, Nathan Fielder, who's very funny, great show, Nathan Fielder, you tweeted a link and said, this is a sketch from my show. And he responded, is there a link? 
So that's the level of humor we're yeah. dealing with. But it's relentless. Yeah, he's, it is relentless. He, he's, like, he's committed to being uh, an, an obtuse weirdo. Uh. So like today, Steve Agee tweeted, who wants a Panasonic DVX-100B? And Rob Schraff responded, how many B is it? <laughs> It, so it's called shrubbing, and kids around the world are doing it, <laughs> and kids love it. They oh. call it shrubbing. <laughs> this is another one. So I did a really stupid joke, but this is not what the story is about. I just found this just scrolling to the story. I made a stupid joke. It was late night, and I just said I just combined two comedians like Zach Alphanakis and Jack Black, and I just, I said, like, my favorite mashup comedian is Zach Black or something stupid. It's not a funny thing. Jack, Jack Galifablackus. Yeah, Jack Galifablackus. Jack Blackus. Rob Schraub responds, what are some others? I like... <laughs> this is now. This is what. This that's, more. That's that, that's an opportunity for a great tweet premise. D- there's so many. Look at this. Get, get, I, want, I, like, I, I want 900 of these. I like Jonah Robin Williams, <laughs> Bill Cosby top, <laughs> Bobcat DeGeneres. Wait, these are yours. These are shrubs. No, these, these are shrubs. Bobcat DeGeneres. Yeah, they, they don't make sense. No. They're just, he's just no, doing random no, shit. No. Red Fox Hicks. And then he starts hashtagging it, Kamel's bit. <laughs> this is my favorite one. Cedric the Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Cedric the Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> he, he's the Andy Warhol of tweets. <laughs> he really he's is. He's drawing a, drawing a picture of a soup can. <laughs> so I tweeted... I started, oh, you should, uh, I started uh, re-watching The X-Files and I do a podcast called The X-Files, Files on the Feral Network. Listen to it. So I'm having like certain people connected with the show tweeting at me every now and then. Nobody big, but like, you know, periphery. So this guy who writes the new X-Files comic book tweeted at me. He was like, hey, have you read it? His name is Joe Harris. I was like, no, I haven't. I've heard amazing things. <laughs> Rob Schraub responds to me, him, and the publisher. <laughs> Wait, does that mean he's following all of you two? Or you... I don't know. Okay. I bet. No, it's just he's checking your timeline. He's just line. checking and like... He's oh, so like, he's harassing he's, you. Yeah, yeah, of it's course. It's a campaign of terror. He, it's, he loves... He does it all. Okay. So he's... He, I said... He, he puts the work in is what you're he saying. He really does. Yeah. I mean, if you look at his timeline, it's so much work goes into it. So many disparate targets. Like he's going after everybody. He has office hours for this thing. <laughs> so I responded, no, I haven't read it. Sounds awesome. Rob Schraub responds to everybody, I heard a cow once. (laughs) (laughs) So I got really angry. Is is Rob having a stroke? Is he he all right? I heard it's awesome. I heard a cow once. Okay. Great. I can't wait for your office hours to be over. (laughs) So I got really angry and I just tweeted. I said, if this tweet gets 200 retweets, I'll block Rob Schraubot here. <laughs> and then it got so many. And then, uh, obviously, I didn't block him. He's like, it's not 200, it's 277, so you still have to be friends with me. <laughs> so then this happened. Uh, the next thing, this is the one I wanted to tell you guys. This is when Dan and I... And then, so this is how you got into it. 
you tweeted that uh, Rick and Morty was coming out on on uh, Blu-ray. Yes. And he responded, on what format? <laughs> Fair question. So this is what happened. So then I tweeted, oh, you tweeted. No, I tweeted something stupid. I, I said, it, it, it doesn't matter. It's about Captain America and how he's black and someday it won't matter. It's not a funny tweet. It's one of my, you know, social justice tweets. <laughs> That's part of my brand. <laughs> I said something about that. Then Dan Hart, you said, look, whites have a talent for noticing race. We can use it to advance or destroy society. But if we drop it, then we're out of work. Rob very Strong. funny, very funny. Self-deprecating, white-loathing tweet. It's great, and it's me and you talking. Yes. It's two, two intellectuals. We're kind of a daily show-level yeah. social commentary. A lot going on. Rob Schraub jumps in with, I can draw. <laughs> this and is his dream, by the way, is you recounting all this. This is, this is, all, this is where all the laughter... He's, he's, he's going to be listening to this, and it's like... I think I, I think because because he is like he is an abstractist kind of a, 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 in general, uh, he. He, I think he has created a movement here. I, I think that this is an art. He's movement. going through some kind of metamorphosis. He was at Comic Con. Yeah, I came yeah. to the Starburns booth, and he was sitting there with all these old Scud comics, just to sell them and, and sign them. And he kept making these comments as people would come up and they would go, "I really like Community. I'm so glad you got six seasons." And and then, and then Rob would just go like, Hi, "Yeah, look who's nose tried." Like he just went like he was just like chiming in with like old, hey, hey. And, and then and then I was like, uh, uh, man, does anybody have a napkin? Because I was eating a pretzel with mustard on it, and he and he handed me a copy of Scud Number One. <laughs> I was like, here you go. And I was like, what's what's going? He's what like is, doing this bit where he's I, like I this think he's forlorn. A, you know what? He's achieving <laughs> transcendence like that Johnny Depp movie. Yeah, he's he, he's crossing over. <laughs> he's crossing he, over. He came there with a he's, box of comic books. Like Rob doesn't need money. Like Rob, I mean, everybody needs money, but Rob's not like Rob yeah, didn't no. think he was gonna. Like, why is he sitting at that table with the comic books? And it was like he was doing a character. Like he's like a performance oh, yeah. artist now. Like it was, hey, yeah. So he responded with, "Rob Schraub just texted me." Right now? Uh-oh. Yeah. Just now? He's fucking in here! Is, is he here? Is he in the... He's in this! He's inside the building. <laughs> he texted me, what's my name on Twitter? What does that even mean? <laughs> That's the dumbest question of all. <laughs> he, he topped himself. <laughs> this is like the beginning of Scream. This is horrifying. Somebody must be texting him, and then he's so he's. Texting I gotta say, him. I approve of his humor a hundred percent. This is, I I always enjoy it. I never, it's always perfect. But then he Instagram. He used to get mad at me for doing what he called repeat rooting, where I would do a bit over and over again, like, like Rob, nice parking, and I would keep doing a bit. Like I, he's now just doing repeat he just, rooting. He does repeat rooting. So he responded with "I can draw," and Dan responded with hashtag So could Hitler. <laughs> And we're both, which, which, by the way, is my favorite hashtag. <laughs> yeah, it, it it trended in Argentina. <laughs> well, that was just because of all the World Cup tweets. Yeah. Like, boy, these guys can really score a goal. <laughs> so, so you said that, and we were both like smarting from just a couple days of just intense stuff. <laughs> 
So then I said, the trains aren't running on time on Schraub's watch, though, so in a way, Hitler was better than Schraub. <laughs> you said, well, for one thing, when Goebbels posted propaganda, Hitler didn't write, what country is this promoting? <laughs> Underneath it. And then I said, I said, and when Hitler heard the phrase final solution, he wasn't like, how many solutions will there be after this one? <laughs> so yeah, in a lot of ways, Hitler is better than Trump. Yeah. And then the next thing he did, he didn't respond to any of those, and that's where the fucking Bill Cosby top Red Fox Hicks thing happened, and I was like, all right, you win. I am never... Is there a way that we can... Uh, you can't subvert what he's doing because the whole thing is subversion. He comes underneath you. Is, yeah. there, is there a way that this audience right it's here like, that we can attack Rob Schraub on Twitter and do something? Well, people are already, like, when he does these things, people, like, have countered by posting things similarly to his tweets or to his comments. Yeah, he can't post a picture of his dog without there being 150. What but, kind of animal is this? But, he, but that's, but, but that's doesn't, still that's just winning. spreading. Yeah. He's, it's that's like a virus. Winning. It's amazing. <laughs> I, guess, I guess the way to do it is to... Is to the way to subvert him is to co-opt it and make it bigger than him. Like, yeah. like it's, well, that's but that's we right should on. go. We should post a. Uh, we should, should call it outside. someone else though. Credit it with like someone else. Like we call it kumailing. Kumailing. And then just yeah, associate we, we say, it with we you. say that you created. I'll it. Take, yeah. yeah. We all, we all go after like like Cameron Diaz. We all, we all say that it's uh, it's your bit. Where well, should we should post it. Where should we post it? Uh, I think we were. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Sad family. <laughs> Adam Goldberg just got excited and the crowd got very bummed out about it. <laughs> we should make a huge banner that says, Hey, Rob Schraub, where do you live? And put it like outside his house. Oh. <laughs> How about this? Every time, every, just hashtag his phone number. Oh, yeah, that's it. His home phone, his cell phone. Yeah, that's not, that's not. Fair. I mean, look, final solution. That's <laughs> He's a monster, and there is no way to defeat him. No, he, he's a bad person, but he's, he's created an art movement, and that's... that's, that's like he, he's like a situation... It's spread. Like, I feel like... I feel like it's spread by this point. It's, it's like... Spread. I feel like there's a kid somewhere doing that underneath a high school friend's Instagram, like, without any connection to us at all. Like, yeah. like, like people are just going, like... There's more! He, this wait, is, this he, is what he was doing two days he, ago. He, this he, is what he's doing! Wait, he's live texting you right now? No, no, no. This is what I found. He said... Two days ago, I'll be signing, selling, I'll be signing slash selling rare Scud merch and original art at the Starburns booth. Blah blah blah. Not three nine one seven Saturday at eleven a.m. Hashtag SDCC twenty fourteen. Hashtag Scud TDA. Someone said, "Will you be at the booth there today at all, Rob Shrub?" <laughs> and Rob responded, "I'll be signing slash selling rare Scud merch." <laughs> An original art. And so he I didn't get it. He didn't get the joke on no, that. No, he that's, did. That's him going. No, no I know. I, I, I said that. I didn't bury the lead on no, that. No, multiple people have responded with that exact thing, and he has copied and pasted the same thing <laughs> in every response. He uh, says the same thing. So the uh, the, the hunters become the hunted. <laughs> but then he's become the hunter again. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think he's having a nervous breakdown. Well, he Instagrammed a picture of himself heading home from the con uh, and said, like, I'm leaving the convention because I'm having such, because it was so much fun or something. It was kind of a sad, emo kind of picture of him. And I don't know how to seriously to take that. Did he have a good time? I don't know. Does he does he love does he love this new role he's playing? <laughs> I don't know. I he think says, he just misses Kate. I think Kate's doing something. Yeah, he said I'm leaving early because I miss my wife and dog. He's mm. oh. he's he's worthless without Kate and the dog. Like he, if if you see him out alone, he cannot wait to get back to that little. Oh, dog. Oh yeah, he doesn't like to be like out and about really. Uh, like he he loves. Why do you leave early? <laughs> I'm nice. gonna text him. Nice. That might be the first uh, Crit- on Crit- podcast Crittendening. Yeah. All right. I want to bring up a. Uh, we we want to bring up a new new person. A new person. Should we slant female? Uh, I, I yeah. say. I say definitely. Yeah. Because we've had we've we've there's, had there's, a there's, testosterone there's, dominated. There's, there's too many boys on stage right now. We need somebody to play Aaron McGathy's character in D and D. Do we have any anybody? Vaguely girly that wants to do it. Oh, I got a hand yes. over here. All right. All right. Not that I see gender. <laughs> what is your name? Stephanie. Hello, Stephanie. Welcome Hi. to the stage. Steffi or Stephanie? Stephanie. Sorry. Stephanie. You didn't go to the convention. I did not. No. Work. Um, no, it's just kind of expensive and yeah, tickets are hard to get. They sell out immediately. And a fucking glass of water over there. Shit, shit. I'm sorry, I'm so profane all of a sudden. (laughs) Shit, shit. Excuse me. Fuck, fuck. We have Um, one girl on stage, and we're like, (laughs) uh, uh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Poison ivy. Fuck. Grab your ass. Um, The uh, the it's uh, what was the example? What what what, your buffet? Twenty six dollars for a hotel buffet. Twenty six dollars. You couldn't get water for like under three dollars. Just I hate San Diego. Answers. San Diego's a bad place. Oh, it was more hotels than anything else, really. And hotels are always bad. I thought San Diego was lovely. Not, you ever been not, to Balboa Park? Yeah, but not the, the downtown in San Diego is what I have a problem it's with. Really it's really walkable. You, you can't get a... It's, it's not, not a, so walkable. <laughs> is it walkable? It, it is. <laughs> it's walkable. It's so fucking contagious. <laughs> Stephanie, where are you from? It's fun. It's, I... I live in LA. Are you born and raised here? No, I am from a small town in the desert. Which which desert? Mojave. Uh, Mojave, yes. Uh, Ridgecrest, California. Anybody? Nope. Uh, Wait, it seems, there, it seems that... like you're being pursued by a gang or something. <laughs> you can't well, give too many details. In, no is, one's from there. No one. Is really that out in the desert? <laughs> no, no, no. Is it? There's a place with a very similar name to that that's definitely out in the desert. Yeah, she, 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 just, said, desert. she just said it from the Mojave yeah. Desert. Oh, sorry, guys. I it was my Shrub. friend, my friend moved out there. He was my best friend. He we thought away. now, now we're all in Shrub Alert right now. Yeah, yeah we thought you were Shrub. I was busting out character sheets, guys. Shrub. Sorry, Stephanie. What, what, were uh, you, uh, what were you doing? I was busting out character sheets, you guys. Oh my God, Sorry. no! Don't let it proliferate, <laughs> Stephanie. Uh, Should we let you, it? You, you fled the desert. Now you live in Los Angeles. Yes. And uh, what, what do you do out here? I'm a web designer. Oh, really? Yes. Fantastic. What websites have you worked on? I used to be a web designer. Oh, nothing good right now. That's just. That's, that's what, what I did. <laughs> I used to design it. Yeah, it's yes. tough. Did you How do you know when you're finished? <laughs> You're never done. Did you go to school for that? Or did you... um, I went to school for art. 
So I have a fine arts degree. Also, you're like, your web pages look pretty. You're <laughs> more, less programming, more like um, vibe. I, I mean, vibe is, um, vibe is, and brand is important, but I also like the efficiency of the website. Right. How does it work? Is it, you know, I want to be more of a product designer, but right now I'm just kind of doing the visual design. So. Product designer? Product as in like the entire website, the functionality. Okay. You know, really taking the account of users. And yeah, stuff. you're just starting, though. Yeah, I'm kind of starting. Do you believe in God? No. <laughs> well, then nobody can help tell. you. It's a bummer. Because you, you know, if God wanted us to be on the web, he would have put ma mouse cords in our hands. He would have had dot .com as a button on the keyboard. Yeah, yeah. Got to right. keep typing that shit out all the yeah. time. You hold control and press Fuck you, Adam. <laughs> Wait, okay, no, I'm sorry. You, 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 you do what? You hold, hold control and press O. Is that a... Control O? Control Enter. Is that a... Control Enter? See, we're all... We're all Strava. Is that oh. Mac or PC? <laughs> control Enter is, is dot com? That's not true. Control Enter, yeah. For real? For real. Mac or PC? I don't. I use a PC, but it's probably on Mac. Of course you use a PC. Well, then that's... <laughs> You're a bad person. Uh, yeah. Control O? Control oh. Enter. Control Enter, I'm sorry. What's Control, control o? o? Probably Open. Open? open? Uh, yeah. I think I'll, like, I'll never learn all the little hotkey things that you can do. Like, I, I, I think I watched you type Dan one time on the computer. You were typing stuff in. You had all these little special commands, and you are making the cursor just duck and dive all over the thing. It was, it was very exciting. I learned everything I know from watching Swordfish. <laughs> Is that why you have two computers and you take your shirt off all the time? Yeah. It doesn't look as cool, but I always say... There's actually a... What's the website? Everyone should experience this. It's pretty fun. You guys probably are new, new, new about it from years ago. It's called uh, Hacker... Hacker Programmer? Hacker... I don't know. Hacker Typer? Hacker Typer. Hacker Typer. Google around about it. It's, a, it's just a website that where you... It waits for keystrokes and then it just generates. Oh, like, so you can just sit like there and type like, on your keyboard yeah. and it looks like you're a super hacker. Oh, yeah. It's really cool. Does it have like uh, like cubes aligning? That's what we thought. No, no, no. It's just be. code. It's just code. That's like, how it is on Silicon Valley. We just type random shit and it like populates. Yeah, it's, like, it's really fun. Like it's 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 like it's like going to a Western saloon set and breaking a bottle over your head. Like it's like like it's this magical thing that you get to do. It's it's pretty cool. Like I, I did it for like twenty minutes. <laughs> but you can do it for real. I'm not a hacker. No, no but you could type. Like, you type. program. You do HTML? I do HTML, yeah. Do you do, do you do PHP? A little bit. JavaScript? Do you use Smarty templates? No. <laughs> I haven't designed a web page since 1999. Do, 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 uh, is that a real yeah. thing? Smarty templates were awesome back in my day. Do you use, do you use uh, MS Print Shop? <laughs> I don't, no. Do you use uh, Mario Paint? <laughs> All right, Spencer, uh, d distribute our uh, character sheets, if you would. All right, I'll, I would. So, Stephanie, you're going to play the, the role of Mulray and Sedona. Are, are you familiar with that? A little bit, A yes. little bit. Now, I, I did not listen to the last episode, so what happened, uh, Spencer? We, I haven't listened to it. We either. wisely did a side side mission, because we had Duncan up here, so all he wanted to do was cut off Kumail's nipples. And... <laughs> what, what is Duncan wanted to assassinate uh, Kumail's character so much? His is a different culture. <laughs> 
He cut my nipples off? Exactly. I have some theories. We did like a well, side. That, it was is, like a what if Marvel that, comic. So it's, is that canon? Are my nipples still Who there? Who knows? <laughs> it felt like a one off. Like we were playing ourselves and we just ran out into traffic and we we're like flipping cars over. So. Spencer, not metagaming or sidebarring, but uh, my, I, my cactus card from the Cactus Bunch, I, we never found out about, right? Uh, well, did I, I ever find out about it? You found out. Well, what? I, 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 it's a card. It's a card, but what does it entitle me to? What? Uh, who knows? Yeah, I what? guess you didn't find okay. it. Okay, and also, I, I have a strange painted stick. That we you don't sure know. do, oh, man. Right. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, Stephanie, are, are you ready to join us on a uh, what threatens to be the greatest D and D in podcast history? Sure. All right. Yeah, don't worry about that cheat so much. It's okay, like a jumping it. off point. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just drink a lot and then just ignore completely. That's, that's uh, she's standard. drinking water. I'm drinking water. I'm also only 18. I can't even drink. <laughs> that's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> you're, 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 you're 18? No, I'm 25. What? Oh, God damn. <laughs> that was right. a really bad joke. I'm all sorry. right. <laughs> We're all going to jail. Spencer, take us away. Last time on Harmontown, our heroes were shitting in the purple caverns. After a wild goose chase by Tylenol with codeine, they found and destroyed three magical gem creatures, then went through a crack. Twas in that crack that the gang encountered a black dragon, and after great discussion and harassment, our heroes woke the dragon, but luckily ran away before it could attack. Leaving the cave and blinking in the sunlight, Sharpie saw a shape on the horizon, a great black airship. It was one of Admiral Darkstar's vessels. The airship crashed into the canyon walls, ejecting flaming goblins across the wreckage site. And after slaughtering two of the flaming passengers, Sharpie bagged the last one in his bag of holding. Examining the flaming vessel for loot, Quark discovered a crystalline disk and realizing its nature, used the unit to power on the robot baby. But would the robot be peace-loving or built for war? Could our heroes navigate their way out of the purple canyons? Are bags of holding fireproof? Where was Tylenol with codeine? Find out on this next episode of an all-new Harmontown time episode. My, t- my timing's getting worse, I guess. All right, so we have a flaming goblin in the bag I'm of holding right here. I mean, who knows? Uh, that's what I said, I think. It's in the bag of holding, right? Sure. And the ra- robot baby's awake. Oh, yeah. Seeing, yeah, you find yourself in the purple caverns. The robot baby is slowly but surely powering itself on. As you look, you feel arcane energies coalescing in the air around you. And as your threads of light seem to be streaming from the ground and air, converging upon the baby, it activates. Its eyes glow bright blue and all the energy absorbs inside of its metal shell with a twinkle. It gets up onto its feet and looks around and it's like, Unit active, diagnostic complete, logic core damaged. Hello. <laughs> swipe to unlock. <laughs> I, I, I swipe the baby. Hello. You guys aren't gnomes. I'm a gnome. You guys are a gnome. But you guys aren't. I'm confused. You're just a baby. What, what's your name, little fella? Logic damaged. That's a strange name. 
What? What's your name? Logic Damaged. We'll have to give him a name. His name is Logic Damaged. Logic Damaged. What? Your name is Logic Damaged. Oh. My name is Logic Damaged. Uh, what is your... Uh, prime Directive. Prime Directive. <laughs> My Prime Directive unlocked the secret gate of Logic Damaged. Resting place of Logic Damaged. What are you guys doing? Mm. Seems that's, like that's, I, that's, a, that's a good question. I feel like that's uh, we're, important we're, information. We're, we're just listen. kind of like, we, we kind of roam from town to town, generally kill people, forget to loot them. Uh, we, we're kind of vagabonds. We set things on fire mostly. Hmm. I don't really, I guess that's fine. We, uh, we stole you. Oh, these are all normal things? Yeah, yep. totally normal. They're very that's, admirable traits. Okay. Hey, uh, hey, hey can, can I call you Lodgy? Oh. Whatever you want. Listen, Laji, uh, uh, how do we restore your logic, the, 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 the part of the syntax, the code that, uh, that, that, that doesn't uh, compute? I don't know. I don't know how I'm put together. Hmm. Well, can we talk about the location that you're supposed to go to to find the resting place of the thing that you don't remember? I don't know where it is or what it is. Who has, who has logic arcana? Uh, what? Of us. Lo- because he, he, he spoke in like arcane logic or arcane uh, knowledge. Arc- arcane energy is coming off of it. It's oh, true. you want knowledge, knowledge of arcana? So, That'll yeah. teach you of its magical nature, perhaps. I <laughs> don't have it. I have a sticky that says robot plans. Could that, yeah, could robot that plans. Oh. Could we, could we look at the robot plans? And or is that maybe? plans we yeah. make? Is there some code we can hack? You, you look at it. Um, you, you see some various words, but uh, you can't read it, I guess, because they're maybe in Gnomish. I, I, I take the robot plans and read it. All right. Most, you can't read a lot of these words, too, because they're weird jargon. But a couple places, you see a couple like areas by, its, uh, by the forehead that say uh, logic. Those are the words you can make out. On, on, on the baby's forehead? On the plans. Oh, um, it's like a drawing of the baby. Yeah, the, the, the robot baby plans. I examine the baby's forehead. It, uh, it looks normal, I guess. <laughs> I do. I do have knowledge of Arcana, like a uh, thirteen skill bonus. I mean, that doesn't. We don't care, do we? Uh, well, it mostly is about magic. So if you're questioning, like, oh, uh, what kind of magic animated this guy? That yeah. Might, yeah. I mean, any insights there? What's it? Plus thirteen? Yeah. Uh, you determine that it's you know a golem. It's not any other type of automata. It's definitely a golem, which means it's in. Used with uh, some sort of living soul. And, Is that uh, like a Jewish thing? I, well, yeah, actually. Well, I mean, technically speaking, yeah. Jewish. So that's like a Jewish baby? It's like a, it's like a Jewish Muppet. We should probably circumcise it, right? It doesn't... We've been over this. It doesn't have a penis. Oh, so somebody already fucked that up. Maybe it, is it a Is it a lady? Uh, Is it it a doesn't baby? seem it, it it doesn't seem to have a gender really. Okay. Uh, your location that you're supposed to go to, were you supposed to go to it with others? I don't know. Uh, was it on this plane of reality? Yep. So it's a geographic location. Yep. And you, but you don't know where it is. Yep. <laughs> would you? Would you? Would you know if you got closer to it? Uh, 
I don't really know. Probably, maybe. I don't know. Maybe have, not. Have no. You, well, are you, are you are you programmed with a map that 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 tells you where to go, or are you programmed with a sensor that like like makes you sense when you get closer to this place? I don't think either of those things really. Um, have you been awake before? Or is this your first time awake? No, I have not, sir. <laughs> hey, I like this guy. <laughs> How many of you are there? I don't know. I'm of me. Are you programmed for battle? I don't. What? No. What? Can you hurt people? Maybe. How would you do that? We should test its self-defense by trying to kick it and see what it does. <laughs> so, okay. Well, what do you want to do? Well, then? I'm not doing that. Can I try it? I'm a gnome. I'm not kicking this baby. I'm going to try and kick the baby just to see. Just to see if it's a fighting baby. I think this is a bad idea, but I... Maybe it's a fighting baby, and this is how we find out. Okay. All right. Um, Hey, uh, uh, Lodgy. And then I I kick you. What's uh, your strength here? I don't kick at full strength. Okay. Uh, 13 plus 1. All right. Well, uh, you kick it, and it just falls over. It's Jesus not a, Christ. It's oh, not my f- God. <laughs> Jesus. I scoop it up in my what? arms and start crying. <laughs> oh, my God. It's not Dear a fighting baby. Jesus. Not a battle baby. This is normal, right? Yep. Uh, this no, is how people do it. Please forget it's about normal. it. Please. Lodgy, Lodgy, this is not normal. I take it down to a river, and then there's all kinds of flashbacks <laughs> of what my dad did to me. And... It, <laughs> I'm freaking the fuck out, and I'm just like crying and like rocking back and forth. Um, what, it's called stimming. What I'm doing. What, what, what about this uh, this Admiral Darkstar vessel that crashed into the uh, the caverns? It's uh, uh, on fire. Uh, and so all, all the goblins came out of that, and we we killed a couple. Yeah. Well, Tylenol with codeine. Um, he stomped on one, and he killed the other one. And we have one in the bag of holding. Yeah. And it's on fire. Uh, what? He was on fire when we put the him in there. Was on fire, yeah, yeah. Right. Somebody take this baby. I give it to uh, Court. Can I have the baby? Well, I'm going to give it to no, the you gnome. Keep, you keep kicking the baby. I just kicked the baby once. <laughs> you kick one baby. <laughs> Mulrain, wait. Mulrain, Mulrain go ahead. I baby because I'm a woman. Okay. Uh, okay. So it's my duty. Is that sexist? <laughs> if I give it to him, it's racist. <laughs> What is it if you give it to me? Uh, A fucking practical danger. (laughs) An actual measured, scientifically proven danger. Let's give it to Mulrain. I'll hold it for right now. Mulrain holds the baby. All right, I give it to Mulrain. And I'm going to pull this goblin out of the bag of holding. All right. It's time to get enhanced about our interrogation. Okay. All right. Oh, Jack Jack Bauer business. Oh, poured some water. Has the lamp been invented yet? Uh, yeah, yeah. Wait, which kind of lamp? One with a dimmer switch? No. no. I mean, we have enough weapons. Enhanced interrogation is not going to be a problem. <laughs> All right. All right. So as you pull them out, uh, your hand, it, uh, it burns, you know, because uh, the goblin's on fire. Ow. Is it still on fire? Uh, yeah, yeah. You Are take... you shrubbing? No. <laughs> I just, my character I, saw I, you reach in. I, I, t- I take my water skin and douse the goblin. 
Um, yeah. Well, uh, Sharpie takes five fire damage, and you Fuck smell up. you smell the smells of smell. Uh, <laughs> you smell the smells of burning wood and uh, fibrous items coming from inside the bag of holding. Ah, fuck! Yep. What does that mean? I put I put my my head and hand into the bag of no, holding. No, no! I gotta put out the fire. Okay, well I take my water. Hey, skin. I have a weird theory. Maybe it's a fire putting out baby. Let's toss it in. <laughs> You guys, are, a, it could be a give, give you lady, a give fi- the baby to the gnome. Now you just lost f- your baby privileges. I, I, t- I, 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 I take the baby. I take the baby and well, protect the baby. He's a robot. Baby. He's not. Fire- it's metal. He could be a fireman baby. He's a robot baby, and we tried to kick it, and we succeeded. Listen, and I feel terrible about it. Th- these, th- these are the the imprinting moments of, of a robot baby's it's life. It's learning. Yeah. It doesn't know its name. Now its name is. Robert Loggia? It's not Robert Loggia. So, could we tell him that he fights fires? <laughs> well, not if, not if he's not good at it. I, I take the baby. I said, baby, we got, a, we, got a, we got a fire situation. Do you? Oh, know? great. No, bad. No, no, that's bad. bad. Well, you just said, you earlier said that that was completely normal to do to towns and oh, cities and other no. stuff. Okay, yeah, look. Oh, no. What are we doing to this baby's mind? <laughs> This is like three men and a baby. Um, I, I do, do you have any firefighting skills, baby? How do you fight the fire? I don't. I'm asking you. Clearly doesn't. Okay, uh, Sharpie, you're gonna put your. You're gonna look into the bag. I'm going in the bag with my, and I'm gonna cast a ray of frost on any existing fire. All right, you put out any existing fire, and the rest of the smoke puts, uh, you know, comes out. But <coughs> ray of frost. <laughs> Some of your some used of your, to be popular. Some of your items. Isn't that like a it's kind of a low level spell, but that turned out pretty good. Yeah, but it gets the job done. What got lost? Some of your items are uh, damaged. Which which ones? I don't know. Can I see your sheet? Don't give it to him, Dan. Well, I I already crossed everything off. I think. Oh, so so you, everything that was in the bag of holding caught fire, and now it's all bullshit. I put oh. a, I put a burning goblin in her bag of holding. Was the goblin alive? I wasn't. I don't remember. Well, as it was. happens, everything flammable was not in the bag of holding. It was in a backpack. Okay, good. So um, there's a there's a, maybe some burning happening in a, in the inside of the bag. That's you know maybe there's some bag leaks. Great. But nothing be. you can see inside the bag because it's all dark. Get that goblin out, Sharpie. He's it's out. already out. He's yeah. out, but he's uh, still on fire, right? Yep. I, He's I, still on fire? Yep. It's like magic fire. He's like a trick birthday candle, this guy. <laughs> oh, he, oh, he's a flaming goblin like by trade. He, he, he's not just on fire by accident. I mean, whether or not you decide that he's a flaming goblin by birth or by cultural choice <laughs> is very controversial. So tread lightly. Uh, this is I what prefer to go- think that he was born this way. <laughs> that makes it better for you? Well... Yeah. Okay. What do you want to look at it as like a perverse lifestyle? <laughs> I, uh, oh, I I thought we were talking about a different parallel, and now I realize what uh, the parallel is. <laughs> it's gay people. Yeah. You said. Okay. I, you, what did you think I was doing? Black people. Really? <laughs> I prefer to think black black people were born black. I do. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I also would like. <laughs> no, but, but the traits, the specific traits. Anyway, this is a... We're getting into a real bag of holding over here. I, uh, I asked the goblin, uh, what, what was... What, where did you... What was going on in the Admiral Darkstar's ship? 
Oh, what? Did you I just... talk like this too. Uh, hello, Goblin. Uh, hey. I hold my sword at like like in a threatening manner towards his neck, and ah. I go, I go. What's uh, what's your story, cocksucker? My name. I mean, my it, name. It, it, you didn't choose to be a cocksucker. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I'm, I've been watching a lot of Deadwood. Everything's gonna be a cocksucker. <laughs> you fuck nut. <laughs> My name is Justin. 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 <laughs> State your purpose, Justin. I'm a member of the Buzzface Raiders. The Buzzface Raiders? Yeah. Uh, We're a gang of tough-loving goblins. Tough-loving? We love tough. <laughs> well, you're going to love uh, sword uh, in your stomach if you don't tell me uh, what Admiral Darkstar is up to right now. I don't know who that is what you're talking about. Didn't you just come off a vessel from Admiral Darkstar? I came off of a flaming ship. It wasn't flaming earlier the when sh- we got the it. The ship bore his mark. Mm. Quote, unquote, cocksucker. <laughs> our brethren liberated the vessel for ourselves. Oh. Interesting. But Thanks. we couldn't drive it. Oh. So we didn't, you didn't get shot down. You guys were just bad at flying vessels? Uh, we're not terrible. Looks like you were terrible. I think that maybe there just weren't enough of us. Where did you get the vessel from? We stole it from the Air City. If there wasn't enough of you, can we all hop on and drive it? Oh, it's all wrecked up, I think. Oh, is it complete? I can't fix it. I'm a pirate. Do you think the baby could fix it? Hmm. Maybe it's a ship-fixing baby. Maybe it's a ship-fixing baby. What's the purpose of this baby? I, uh, I, 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 look, I put the baby down on the ground and I go, baby. I grab the baby. Uh, no! <laughs> you're, you're not a fit parent. I want to show you guys that I'm a good parent. I'm not going to do anything bad to the baby. I'm sorry I kicked the baby. <laughs> and I'm not, this is me showing I love the baby. Okay. And I'm going to be good to the I, baby. I, I give you one more chance with this baby. Oh, I'm good with the baby. All right, so I have the baby. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, I want to ask the goblin one question. All right. Where did you get the disc that activated this baby? That was on the ship. Oh. Where did you get the ship? We stole it from, from the, the Air City. city. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to shrub you. What? How can we get to the Air City? You'd have to fly there. Right, that makes sense. That's all. <laughs> How, how damaged is the ship? Is it totally unflyable now? Or is it's it... all Hindenburged. <laughs> Too soon. Too late, I think. <laughs> Too late. Uh, um, Don't kill me. I'm on fire. Do you, do you want us to put you out? You, are, you, are you comfortable being on fire? If you... I recall correctly, you tried that multiple times. <laughs> so, so you're good. I... I'm on fire, but I can't do you, anything about it. Are you always on fire? This is. I was not always on fire. <laughs> we should. Is there more? Ray, do you have no more ray of frost? I, I, I have my armlet of winter. My armulets, and I go armlet of winter. Put this goblin out. Cold air streams towards him, and it doesn't put him out. Jesus Christ! I mean, it's like, the guy's. He's on fine. Fire. He seems okay. <laughs> Hey, uh, you know, people go through changes, and that's part of it. You're, yep. Is this, do you think that this fire is not going out because of the propulsion system of your stolen Zeppelin? I, no, I don't think so. We got hit by lightning. 
flaming lightning. Oh, it's I, like a magic fire. You're like cursed or uh, something. Sure. It's like a fire curse. I take the baby and go examine the record. No, I don't give you the baby. I hold on to the baby. Ask me if you want the baby. Ask me if you want the baby. Christopher, would you accompany me while holding the baby and go look at the wreckage of the ship? Because it seems to be that maybe this baby has some sort of connection to it. I would love to. Okay. Wasn't that easy? You're really on edge right now. I just... I feel bad about... I feel bad about kicking the <laughs> we, we, have, we probably want to get to this Air City, right? Let's go to look at the thing. I don't know. Do you want to just go everywhere that gets mentioned? <laughs> In a movie, yeah. Uh, yes, uh, yes, I do. And here's why, Sharpie. Here's why I do want to go everywhere In that's mentioned. Movie. Because yeah. we've, we've been to a lot of places. We were, we were in an, an Infinifish. We have been to the... Like nether worlds, shadow planes. We've been all over the place. And what do we have to show for it? Nothing. Right. We uh, I, I, look. I don't want to be wandering the earth or the planes and the realms for the rest of my life. I want to. I'd like to have a little money. I'd like to. I'd like to. You know, maybe open a shop one day that sells cigarettes, and uh, and, and just just be a happy gnome. But right now, like we're not getting anything done. I feel like now we're hitting our stride, and I feel like right now what we do is we follow our nose. And we go, we, we, we say yes to the universe right now, and we loot every fucking person we see. Wait, you want to go to the saying, air city to rob it? What? Yes. Yes. We've yes. That's, yes. That's exactly what I'm saying. Because look, are, are, are we good or are we bad? We've killed a lot of people for no reason. Hey, hey. You kick baby. No, Shut up. I'm saying when we earmuffs, baby. Now you can talk about the shit we've done. I don't oh, want... now you're protecting the baby. Yeah, it's a baby. Okay. I'm just saying, um, I think we have a, a moral compass right now. that we, we're, we're pretty good about knowing good from evil. But I do say that what we've, what we've gained over these travels is, is, is an ability to ascertain and use that sword to cut through the bullshit. Of morality? Of, mor- of, 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 of good and evil. And, yeah. I, and I think it's time to start making that money. I feel exactly the opposite way. I mean, I, fe- I feel like we have been directionless in all of our adventures. Well, maybe we should just part company then. Like, maybe, like, what, what are we doing? Listen, I think... Should this- we all just say, fuck it? I mean, I mean, okay, how about this? Let's all go home. Where's your home? I can't remember. Yeah. I don't even... I don't... I, I can't remember my phone number, where I live. I don't know. What the fuck? I don't know how to... Like, taxi. I There's do, no taxi. We can't go I anywhere. I do need to get back home to my father. Yep. Back at the but, the Butzalot Where is tribe. that? Where is the Butzalot tribe? How do we get there? In Butzalosha. <laughs> how do we get to Butzalosha? It's Butz Expanse. Where, where's the Butts Expanse from well, here? Well, I mean, you took some portals. You don't know exactly your geographic location. I'm saying that we're, we're adrift right now. We're yeah, but you know what? Too. Now we have a new anchor. We have a baby. We don't this know, is our moral compass now. The baby doesn't know what's going on. And we don't know no, where we are. No, but we want to give this baby the best life possible. I agree with you. I agree. We've done a lot of wrong, but now I agree. we do right. Christa Berg, I'm with you. Christa Berg, I agree with you, but we have to give this baby a life. What sort of life are we going to give this we're baby? We're going to do the right thing. Which no is, more looting. No more killing things. 
I We've say enough. Are you saying that we're not? If we get confronted by bad guys, we're not going to kill them? Listen, it's self-defense, sure, but we're not going to set cigarette shops on fire because we don't like their prices. I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm not saying that we're murderers. We we go out wantonly killing people. I'm saying that when a crisis presents itself, yeah, and we have to use violence, we take care of ours and we loot the motherfuckers. <laughs> I mean, you're. I don't so, like the so, L word. Here's what I would say. <laughs> All right, the disc, the disc that got put into the baby came from the ship. The ship came from the city. The disc has the information on it. The right. information's damaged. The disc has something to do with some waking place or resting place or some place of the treasure of the thing. The baby's programmed to go. I have. I. Th- I. We follow that instinct. We go. We go to the city. We, go we to find the out city. who made the disc. And it's not. It's not just us saying yes. Everything that's mentioned, we go do. I'm saying that we, we. We. By this point, we have to follow our noses. We just gotta stop robbing and raping. And we're not going. We don't. We've no, never raped. Don't no, I, I've, I've, I've raped. Said. I've raped. There is a, okay. Look. A don't look. say the rape word. Look, old habits die hard. I might rape anything that comes comes by. <laughs> Usually an animal of some sort. Usually a furry creature. Okay, could you just give us like five before you go do it so we can not have the baby see you okay. fucking I, a deer or whatever? I say because we have a baby with us, I'm going to be on my best behavior, but we do have to go find Sky City. Okay. All right, we go to the Air City to find out where the, where the, where the disc got made Correct. so we can find out, let this baby fulfill its destiny and make us rich. Yes. How are we going to Air City? How? Yeah. We go to Ground Town, which has got to have a way to get to Gear City. Otherwise, how would they get there? Yeah, you got to take air. a step back to move two steps forward. <laughs> Is there a place called Ground Town? <laughs> Who are you asking, I guess? Uh, Is there a place? <laughs> I asked the goblin, like, where, when you go get to Air City, how where you, do you go first? How did you get Before you Air get City? there. We flew there. Yeah, uh, where do you get the shit that you fly there? Arrowhawks? Arrowhawks? You fish them out of the sky. Hmm. What are they? They're all around us. What are they? <laughs> They're hawks. Arrowhawks. I look up. Hawk, I, I examine the sky for arrowhawks. You don't see any. Shit. <laughs> Avenger. Seer. What? See, that's I think how Animorphs noted uh, Falcon cries. <laughs> Avenger, look for arrowhawks. Seer. <laughs> it uh, it does. It looks around. It doesn't. It doesn't see any. Are they around in this area, or do they habitate a different part of the world? Well, where I'm from, they're all around. Where are you from? The hills. Okay, where, how far are the hills? Well, we flew there. I don't, I don't know. Feels like we need to go to the hills to get an arrowhawk to fly to Earth. Let's, uh, let's, let's run to the hills. Uh. Are those the, do we see hills? Uh, you, you do. Oh, we, right. We had not to, those ones, though. Not those? Not those? Uh, All right, okay. Wh- what did he say? He said not those. The hills we can see are not the hills he, he means. Maybe Where, the, Goblin, do you know how to find an arrowhawk? Oh, you know, you find me an arrowhawk nest. Where would you find an arrowhawk nest? The tops of the hills. <laughs> Lead us there. I don't know. Uh, we flew here. It's different down here. I can't see where wet. I want to kill myself. Really <laughs> Goblins have Avenger can't. Avenger can't accomplish this. Avenger can't He's find the hills. He's flying around. No. He's not seeing anything. They're not native to these parts. Airships they're... go fast and far, man. Shit. Maybe they're on all hills. So maybe these hills will have arrowhawks on them. 
I mean, I'm not saying it's amazing logic. <laughs> Anybody in the crowd have any ideas? Can't Tyler all coding fly? I don't think he can fly. Enhanced interrogation. Tylenol with codeine's there, by the way, guys. Oh, hello! Kalu Kalei! I have been hither and yon and yon and hither! I was just hanging out with the Jabberwock on Emerald Hills. Tylenol! I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I've been neglecting you right now. Do you know how to find an arrowhawk? Oh, yes, yes, I know many arrowhawks in my travels. <laughs> Take us to one. You know I will, and now away! Away! He grasps his uh, emerald of shadow worlding and phases out of existence. <laughs> he left? Yeah, I feel like that's pretty in character for him. That fucking guy. Is he coming back? Hey. Did don't he... swear in front of the... Okay. <laughs> don't swear in front of the kick baby? Okay, can a new rule, we don't bring up the K word. New rule? Yeah, new rule. Can we just let that be? Avenger, return to my arm. Seer. <laughs> Where were the most hills? Oh. Uh, north. <laughs> I say we go north. Let's go north. <laughs> Wait, were the hills a specific color where you're from, Goblin? They're just... No, they're the same color as this. Okay. All right. Sorry. Hey, no, no. The music swells as we walk... We walk north. North. Time passes. Uh, (laughs) You see... You see far off a small village in a signpost that says, Rosebook, a tiny little village. Please don't pillage. Yeah. Can we take this sign seriously? Can we yes. practice practice runs? Yes. yes. No, One town. We're not. We don't. They're lucky. We don't end Look, up we, don't, we, we never pillage shit. We are no. broke as okay. Job's turkey, man. We don't have any fucking money. You lit, well, I don't you know, know what that means. I, I don't like it. We destroy everything we touch. Okay, but we won't. don't. We don't pillage. We just destroy. Okay. We won't anymore. Pillage implies gain. <laughs> All right, let's go in, be nice. Okay. We go into the village. We walk, in, nice. we walk into Rose Book. It's like, yeah. You walk into Rose Book and be, prepare to face all the things it has to offer. It's 10.05. Oh, no, he was. <laughs> Cliffhanger! Let's thank Stephanie, everybody, for helping us out. Good luck with your web design. Let's also thank Seek Donnelly, and good luck with Monomyth. Camille Nanjiani. You can see him on the Meltdown Show on Comedy Central. Silicon Valley, of course. Spencer Crittenden. The Dungeon Master with the mostest. I'm Jeff Davis. Your mayor is Dan Herman. Thank you. I would say, of all cliffhangers, that has to be the most tantalizing. I think we really left the audience uh, on the edge of a cliff there. Good night, all. Drive safely. Or drive fast and take chances. <laughs> <laughs>